us or has seen What's crazy is that we all know we're unhappy, but we stay in this thing to encourage, to foster a, a delusion that we can all live inside. Trivia is one of the like packets of sugar. It's like a green packet, like a white no, green packet. I don't think so. Um, it's out there with the rest of the sugars and the little sugar caddies when you go places with the equal and the Splenda and the yeah, sweet yeah. and low. It'll be in there. Um, okay. Is this loud? Is this a little? Nah, loud? I'm good. Um, I'm just adjusting it. There's this thing that people are. I, I guess it's some. It's a. It's like a sugar substitute. Okay, and it's supposed to be this sweetener that they make out of this thing called the stevia leaf now i'm not quite certain exactly what the health benefits of the stevia leaf are mm -hmm. but this this sweetener substitute that people use i would just implore everyone that doesn't taste it to just get one packet just get a just go to your local ihop or something like that and pick up a packet okay and just sprinkle just a corner, just like a few grains into the palm of your hand and then lick the palm of your hand. So is that sweet? It's it's so grossly sweet. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't even know like you can make something that sweet mm. is how sweet it is. It's the sweetest thing I've ever tasted in my life. Mm. And so is this supposed to be a, a healthy al alternative? I, yeah. And uh -huh. I just don't know how. I, I, you can taste that it. it's not. You shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. And <laughs> I will see people open it up and put like four in their coffee. I'm like, what are you drinking? Yeah. Like, What the fuck does that taste like? Yeah. And how did you get your palate to be shitty like that? Yeah. So when I'm asking you, like, how you've been enjoying your coffee and you're like, so you're enjoying the taste. You're drinking it black. Yeah. So initially it wasn't for the taste right? no it, no initially it never right? is it's like i remember i had started a job that like required me to be 100 percent locked in from the moment i walked in right and i was never a coffee drinking no type of caffeine to this day i'm generally not a like i don't drink soda anything caffeine related i usually stay away from so the coffee is still on a as needed basis okay okay right so initially it used to be just Do you not like the feeling like I hate. Yeah. So like even with pre-workout, I I've taken pre-workout oh. once in my life. I, I know you guys talked about it yeah, on I'm the done. podcast I'm with done. Tyler. I'm done. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't like that jittery feeling, but yeah. there's days where I need to be locked in. Like I have stuff yeah. to get done Yeah, and I need to be just wired. Hold on a second. Stuff to get done, but you mean, Oh, so do you still take pre-workout? No, 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 no. Oh, I, so you're yeah. completely. I'm talking about like just, just caffeine. Yeah. Strictly for work. Yeah. Like if, I have a bunch of deliverables I need to get done by then by the end of the day. I will take like I will drink coffee. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's okay. just probably Splenda mm. um with it as a sweetener and that's it. And just get cranking. people people in the like super, super competitive probably IT workspace, I could imagine like the higher up you go, it gets dangerous because the 
people are trying to like a lot of their currency is time, mm-hmm. you know, and working on things yeah. and like they need to be up it's sort yeah. of like fucking college kids. Right. Like people need to be up. So what do you do? You go get Adderall. Yeah. You drink a bunch of fucking. Mo- this <laughs> nigga. Mi- hey, this nigga Mikey just put. Did you see what he just tweeted recently? He tweeted. I've he, been on threads, man. Bro, he was like, uh, I'm a. I, I'm currently testing the human body or like the, the, oh, the limits of the human. Oh, he's back to his 2009. (laughs) As soon as I read that first thing, I was like, what, what is about? Except, except he has a kid and a a girl. I'm like, what are you, what are you about to say right now? And it didn't get, it didn't get good. Uh, He was like, I'm driving to North. I'm sleepy as hell. I'm driving to North Carolina and I just got two big bags of like hot Cheetos and I'm I'm chasing every bite with a big monster mixed with a five hour energy. I'm like, bro, why you are going to blow your heart out? I'm trying to think that I was over there a few months back and I seen him drinking that energy drink that monster bro he drinks it. and he, he drinks it so casually <laughs> like it was a, i was like, it was a sunday or something like that and i was like why are you drinking this like you don't have work or anything and then like a few hours later he's he's taking melatonin <laughs> so i'm like what are we doing here like what are we trying to get at are we trying to stay up are we trying to go to sleep like <laughs> i know what he's trying to do i think he had a tweet about this too um he does this in so that he can go to sleep, but still be very active in his dream world. But see, my heart would just be racing the whole time, and that feels so uncomfortable. He figured out a way to for for him. It, you know, it, he probably that shit don't bother him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. So I don't have anything that I'm addicted to, right? Mm-hmm. But like I'm. More the, the more that I'm drinking coffee now, and it obviously comes up in conversations at work and stuff, I'm realizing how much people are truly addicted to coffee. I never understood the Starbucks, oh, I'm there five days a week, yeah. you know, spending $200 a month on Starbucks. But that's how people get through their day. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, used, I used to yeah. wonder how people, like, sleep five, six hours. Right. And like mm-hmm. just power through the day sometimes mm-hmm. like and they're not tired. But then I realize like they're downing three cups of coffee a day. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll have my last one by four o'clock. That way I'm in bed by 11 or 12 and I'm good to get up by five, six. Yeah. And I'm just like. Yeah. So for some people, you're trying to hyper perform like in that high yeah. you know, level IT world where right. people are just trying to crank out as many hours as possible. Mm-hmm. So you're just up doing the same shit, you know, again, Adderall, all these other energy drinks. Some certain people are getting. I'm certain there are a lot of interesting ways people have found out like how to t- keep themselves up doing shit. Yeah. But then you just have people that are just trying to function. Yeah. Just like these are the people you're talking about. Yeah. Like just need it to just like <laughs> it wouldn't happen otherwise. I know people that get three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. Can't do it. See, yeah, my my substitution for coffee was always a nap. So at work, like in the office, right, they knew me as like, all right, it's lunchtime. I'll see y'all. I'm going to my car. Yeah. I got the windows up, AC on, and I just need like a 20 minute nap and I'm good. Right. (laughs) 
fuck the caffeine. Like this is the, the healthy alternative for me. Why do you think you get? Do you get like real tired? Is it like a big drop in your day? Yeah, usually the like, afternoon. What? Like I need a nap. I need and I need. I just need like today before coming here. Yeah, I just needed like a quick twenty twenty five. And I feel outstanding. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, like a regular. Because when I say nap, I'm thinking like the time you're talking about. Yeah. You know, a lot of people look at me like, what the fuck are you like? Nah, I, yeah. when I take a nap, I'm talking about like two, three hours. I I'm like, I can't do that. I'm like, oh, you're yeah. going to sleep. You're going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're in full REM cycle. Yeah. Like you're going to sleep. Yeah. Like, and then you interrupt your body and tell it to wake the fuck up yeah. in the middle of that. Like, how do you feel energized? Yeah. But then they'll... These are weird people because then they'll be like, oh, no, I go back to sleep. Like, yeah. if it's late, too late, I'll be up for an hour, watch some TV and go back to sleep for the night. I'm like, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Like, y'all like, are weirdos. I was, so I've I've had a staycation the past two weeks, which is why okay. I told you I had oh, some time. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, plans fell through, long story. But um, so I've had time to sleep, right? So yesterday I took a nap for like almost two hours. Ooh. And the, I woke up around four and I kid you not, the rest of the night, I was just struggling to stay awake. Mm. My body was messed up at that point. Yeah. It's like, maybe I just need to continue sleeping. But it's like, versus today, in comparison where I slept 20, 25 minutes, I feel great right now. Yeah. Because that's all I really need. Yeah, your body was I'm not, not sluggish. Your body was not expecting to go to fucking sleep yeah. for a good seven, eight hours. Yeah. Like your body wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Your your body knew like that it just sometimes you just need to just relax the muscles and just let the brain rest yeah. for just like let's just shut off yeah. for like twenty minutes twenty five I mean I listen I like a good forty five minute like yeah. you know what I mean reboot hop back in the game yeah no rejuvenated but, but I will say like the difference in productivity that I have on, on caffeine yeah it's is. Just, because it's, it's it's caffeine and then light food, right? Like I'm eating something uh, very light yeah, yeah. to keep going, yeah, to push true. through. Like, and I'm I'm actually thinking, like now I have ideas that are bouncing off. Like, is it alarmingly? See, so okay, so you haven't had you you haven't allowed yourself, which congratulations to you, uh, yourself to get close enough to any substance to get addicted yet. Nah, right? I, yeah. Unless it's ice cream, but uh, or women, <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's a, I that's, don't have an addictive personality. You don't feel like that. I know okay. how to cold turkey on things. Okay, um, yeah. So you've done a good job in in doing that, but now that you're drinking coffee, you're getting more of an understanding of how addicted people are. But maybe you're also getting more of an understanding of like why people feel that the high way they about, get off of it about stuff in general, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So. I, part of me is like do people chase the high right that it gives them and it's not just for coffee right but like for anything that you become addicted to is it a matter of like i just need this because it's part of my cycle right a cigarette after i eat is it part of my cycle or is it because of like it gives you a certain high i think one it for a lot of people people love something really cool to me is like someone that's been smoking cigarettes for like 30 40 years this shit I saw a woman, I was sitting in line to get my car, uh, like the oil changed. Yeah. And the woman that was in the, the lane next to me waiting, I looked over and she was puffing this cigarette, the coolest I'd ever seen anyone <laughs> puff a cigarette. Like she, it was like the way she was moving it between her fingers was so fluid. Like, yeah. 
like it was an instrument, you know what I mean? She yeah. could play. Like she was just moving <laughs> it between her fingers and then just like, just like, it just, everything about it was so fluid. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, you've been smoking cigarettes hard for a long, long yeah. time. There's something very, very, so I, I feel like doing things like that for people becomes very cathartic. It just mm. becomes a part of you. Like yeah. you just learn this. It becomes a, just like an instrument for a lot of people. It's a reaction. Another limb. Like, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's definitely a thing because we're habitual creatures. Mm -hmm. And then also you, you feel some shit. Yeah. Like, and you want that. Mm. And then it's, it's never like the first time. <laughs> it's just never like that first time your fucking eyes open you're like oh my god yeah i can't believe no one ever like they didn't they didn't sell it to me good enough yeah like this is amazing why aren't more people doing this and like that's just how you feel about it and then for most things for most of them a lot of like the you know heroin crack for sure adderall a lot of the synthetic shit mm -hmm. you fucking fall hard yeah you crash yeah and that shit does not feel good not when you like you knew where you were when yeah. you were peaking yeah and you felt like you were on the top of the world people feel that if you talk to people that do molly at the clubs mm -hmm. that's the coming it, down effect that they it talk sounds about, right? like a fucking weekend song and yeah. and and <laughs> weekend also has songs like coming down yeah that sound Which like, is like coming one down of my favorite songs but I it's love like that song but when it first came out I was like, I have no idea what he's talking about, oh, yeah. but I love like this but is still, one of my favorite weekend songs yeah, but it ever. Was still good, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that's still one of my favorites. But too. it's like when you really sit now that I that I've been able to like really sit like I'm older one right, so like I know what the, what he's actually talking about. Yeah, right. He was getting <laughs> he was so on much some shit, shit, bro. <laughs> he was getting so much shit off and like dressing them up as pop songs. Yeah, I mean, still to this day. Yeah. Just like I can't feel my face when, yeah, I'm, when with I'm with you. you. Yeah. You know, but like little kids are dancing to yeah. this shit. Yeah. It's like no one knows. I'm performing it like at the Super Bowl and <laughs> like what like what are we all celebrating? Yeah. This dude fucking so, so, high as fuck off Coke at the club. So we're fucking chicks left and right. Yeah. Since we're on this topic of the weekend real quick. Have you watched The Idol? No. Okay. What is it? It's the weekend show on Oh, so on he, Max, oh, so on HBO Max. Well, Max. Wait a minute, is it like a singer show? Like, yeah, it's his show. So, like, hold on a second. This motherfucker took the name Idol. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, because American Idol exists, and this motherfucker was like, "I'm gonna take the idea of the show," but no, 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 it's no. Oh. So this is the thing. I haven't watched a single episode, right? Like, it's oh, been okay. it's been getting bashed since like the day it came out. <laughs> Right. Damn. Um, and so everything that I'm hearing, any podcast that I've listened to, people are upset, like, or even in the comments, like, oh my gosh, like, how's the weekend talking about this? He's talking about a, doing XYZ to a girl. And, uh, and so like, hmm. again, this is me. I haven't watched a single episode, not even a minute, but it's like, I don't think you guys have listened to the weekend's music, <laughs> right? Like. <laughs> I don't know how bad the show is. Oh, I need to give it a shot. Right. And, but oh, no. if you're upset about how he's telling a girl what he's going to do to her, mm -hmm. right? And there's a bunch of drugs and that type of thing involved. This is like the weekend's music in cinema form. Oh, it's very different when it's in cinema form. Mm -hmm. Like when you get to see it, you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, 
Oh nah. Oh you wild. <laughs> yeah, like you wilding. Like it's not it's not as cool when you're not singing over a club yeah, beat. Like, yeah. <laughs> all of that shit really matters. Like people can get wild shit off when they're performing some beautiful music. Put Molly in her champagne. And, she ain't even know it. Bro. Well, he got caught with that one. <laughs> but like at the time. Oh yeah, cause then cause then but no, because it was more so the line after that one that was like and I had fun with her. She didn't, didn't even, even know, know it. Yeah, yeah. that was. But he's also wild for that. That's a wild. That's that, a wild. That's ball. a wild statement. Yeah. But how, <laughs> like, but where do you have to be in life? See, that's the thing. I, I don't want to record. It. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're Rick Ross. Yeah. You're in the studio. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you got to, like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what his writing process is like, but he's hearing the music. He's like, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah. This the, this the joint. All right. And he goes and, <laughs> you know, he, he puts pen to the paper, whatever the fuck he does. He's just like, yeah, put it in the drink. She ain't even know it. Oh. You know, and just keeps <laughs> rapping. At what point does the producer there, or someone he's in the studio with, I don't, maybe no one's there, but that song has to go through steps of before it's put out, yeah, right? Yeah. We have to assume some other people heard it, like he showed it to, like, yeah, hey, Meek, sure. hey, Meek, come over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come listen to this. Like, some people heard that shit. Yeah. And they was just like, like, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's my thing. It's like, <laughs> you imagine their face, like, when it got to this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, like oh. all right, cool. One person said some dumb shit, but this went through various people yeah had to get cleared yeah and then got posted yeah those are the the more interesting ones like when uh the uh what was it the gap had like the the biggest jungle in the monkey or the biggest the well, biggest monkey in the jungle the, thing yeah was it, it was gap? like the little black kid yeah. on the h&m got h&m h&m it was yeah. h&m it's like things like that. Yeah, like how did how that did, get yeah. made? It's not that you guys are just racist and trying to call black mm. kids monkeys. Yeah. It's just that how did how was there a boardroom meeting <laughs> and like someone came up was like, "Hey y'all, yeah, look, I got this hoodie. Right, it's green, right, because <laughs> of the jungle. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with animal things. I'm going with, right." And I got this little black kid <laughs> in his overalls, and it said "biggest monkle, monkey yeah. in the jungle." Yeah, and everyone was like, "Todd, yeah, let's do Todd, it." Todd, Todd does it, it again. Yeah. Todd, oh my god, you're on your way to that promotion. Yeah. Like no one said anything. That's wild. And that just—that's why people's plight with it was. Well, there are clearly people not in the boardrooms. Like they're not in those discussions that would have seen something. They're like, um, it, hey, yeah, hey, because if you were there, yeah. you'd have been like, hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, Todd, I don't think that's going to fly. Like I know you didn't see what you did there, mm-hmm. but that's not going to fly. Let me tell you why. Let's save the company millions of dollars. Yeah, that's my thing. Is just like, are these people just? Like not in touch. Like, how does this happen, right? Like, even for someone, like, uh, actually, even if you're not in touch, right? You should see on some level that this isn't. No, no, right. I know, because I, because sometimes you just don't know. I've had a lot of friends say that, and and I think I've said that. But then there, there's gonna be times when you say something, and you just don't know how like, disingenuous. Just it is. well, just how deep it may be taken. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, because there's just so many different filters that people have just being them 
that is going to lead to their very own unique interpretation of it. Yeah. So, like, it's, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. It, the- <laughs> it's, it's tough. Like, you can't. There's only but so much explanation you're going to be able to get off. Yeah. A lot, a lot of it, too, I think, is like the politics that get in the way in corporate, in the corporate field. Right. Like, okay. So like maybe this is just an angle. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm taking it from like, what if it's someone that amongst these people just want to side with the person that ultimately has the final decision or say so. Right. They don't want to go against that person. It, like, is that a possibility where they're afraid to speak out and say, Hey, like this is wrong. And then, you know, that's, that's often happening. Yeah. It's, right? it's often happening. So, so I mean, and, and just, you know, you again, you're going to say things from time to time. The biggest thing in that I see is this is why wise people throughout all of history have always had a wise counsel around them. It's not just people just off on their own being wise. Yeah. I don't know so much about those. Like, I feel like there needed to be some counsel around them. So where when, yeah, you were the wise one, mm-hmm. right? But every once in a while, the the decision wasn't so wise. Yeah. And you needed someone that was going to be like, hey, man, nah, that ain't the one, bro. Yeah. We not going to yeah. go. I, hey, sure. I love you, but we not going with that one. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, okay, like explain to me why. Yeah. And you guys sharpen each other and make each other mm-hmm. better. And That's the type of yeah. team you always need around in any capacity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like whether We've talked about that with you before. Yeah. That like you have your oh, yeah, separate friends of was... uh you know, you separate groups of friends, but I wouldn't imagine that any of your groups of friends wouldn't be of that class. Yeah. No, like I need people to challenge me yeah. on things. Because that's the only way that I'm gonna come up with like different ideas or look at it from a different point of view. Unless you drink coffee, a lot of coffee. <laughs> right. Because you say that's what that, happens. That's what right? happens, yeah. Yeah. Right? Because like if I continuously stick with my own thoughts. Right. And my th- I tell myself my thoughts are the only right way. That's crazy. It, but it's there's, crazy. there's people I, I, that are. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. And those are the people that I don't know like that. That stuff frustrates me because it's like, well, what what are you getting out of life? <laughs> no, that ass because I, I don't know. And maybe like and there's some people that are, are OK with that. Right. Yeah. But for me, maybe. I feel like I'm constantly curious about the most random shit. Right. And that alone continues, like, to drive me to, like, ask uncomfortable questions, you know, and or get an understanding from a different perspective, right? Because I'm going to share my perspective and where I'm coming from. So if we're not going to be able to get to a point of at least understand where we're all coming from, I feel like it takes there's not a lot of meaning to anything in life. Oh uh, yeah. Like that takes. Yeah. 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 You know what yeah, I mean? True. Like, I mean, it's very narrow. I mean, you can certainly say that like, you're just, you're missing a lot. Yeah. Like you're missing a lot of the point. Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's so much going on. People are just, they're just afraid. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. They're just afraid that like anytime other I'm, things, other things just scare them. That's true. And and people are. Well, what is that? What are you doing? I don't know what that is. I don't yeah. like it. Well, people are scared. You know, they get scared when anything's new, right? New and uncomfortable. Like instead of saying, "Hey, like I don't know 
anything about this. They just kind of like shy away from it so, instead of learning about it. So I was talking to my dad uh, the, you know, months before my, my grandmother had passed. Yeah. I was talking to him about the, this dream I had where to me it sort of seemed like a premonition of like, oh, grandma's dying soon, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and then she died soon. Right. Uh, I was talking to him and my little sister about it. I wasn't really giving them the particulars. I really just said that I had a dream that told me or I interpreted that I should spend more, a little bit more time with grandma and like give her a bit more attention. Like that's what I said. I think they kind of got the vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Because what the fuck else really right. says that when your grandma's 92 years old or whatever. Um, but he shared with us that there are times when he's sleeping where if whatever the fuck it is, I don't, whatever, however it manifests, I don't know if it's like a physical monster or if it's just like a, an eerie darkness that you can feel or sense more than see. Um, but if he senses that there's something that is terribly like frightening. So it must be something, I mean, just there's some trauma, right? He's like, fuck that. Can't, can't look at that thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I understand what you're saying because from where I stand, I'm looking that thing straight in the eyes, like trying to see exactly what it is or understand it. And usually in that state of what you're talking about, which is just an encouraged and beautifully blossoming uh, curiosity, like a child's curiosity for things. You realize that it that whatever it is you're looking at is really not really that thing at all. Like it's it's just a it's a figment of your imagination. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that you had there. But if you look at it, it's like it can be whatever you want it to be. You know, that's sort of like the. It's a lot of childhood, like Disney movie type of things. Like yeah. when you like actually get to the thing, it's really not as bad as yeah. you thought it was. It was just in your head. You were just, you didn't believe in yourself yet. So yeah. there's still this thing that's just fucking holding you back and seems like it's much, much darker than it is. It's like, it's, 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 it's like the craziest conundrum because it is what terrifies you most mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, it's like whatever that thing is for you, like it terrifies you the most. And at the same time, it it could take a a couple of seconds of you looking at it that could completely just like shatter it. Right. Like if you really took a hard look at it, you'd be like, oh, this is this is actually not that. So I I definitely understand what you're saying. Isn't it crazy how childhood experiences shape you so much and you, you I don't you don't realize it till you're older. And you kind of have those certain moments where you think back, you're like, damn, like that one time, you know, whatever happened. If you do think back. If you do think back. If you do. But sometimes I, you just people are just like in the wind. They just be doing shit. They just have go. No yeah. idea at all. Yeah. But I think it's important to look back or have someone that'll, you know, at least help help guide you to think back to that time or whatever it was. Because like how you're reacting to this certain situation or whatever whatever it is that you're facing it kind of stems like a lot of times you'll find that it stems from something Mm -hmm. right um and it's it's kind of it's sometimes it's kind of like funny and and scary at the same time (laughs) because it's like damn like the way like the reason i act this way is really because that one time 
xyz happened to me and now like i'm just you uh, know. i was uh playing the the hogwarts legacy game yesterday and there was this little townswoman i spoke to and uh look at the way i'm talking how do i start a story like that <laughs> and she said i always love going back and reading uh you know, old journals and entries of my, you know, my younger self, because it's so beautiful to see how much is so remarkable to see how much I've grown and exactly how much I stayed the same. Yeah. And it, it, so I, I think it is fascinating because there are, I mean, if you really look back, especially for me, I mean, I don't know how it is for everybody, but when I look back, there are so many things about myself that I would have told that, I, I almost remember saying it verbally, like when I was in middle school, there was a certain, I mean, just little fucking dickheadness about me because I'm in fucking middle school and yeah. I don't know shit. Um, but I used to say so many things that like I wouldn't do. Like for some reason, it was like I would never get tattoos. <laughs> and I don't know why, like that was a thing for me that seemed like something stupid or other than what would be capable for me to have an idea about or a desire for one day. Like I would just never get tattoos. I never have earrings. I had a lot was of it, earrings. Was it like, did it stem maybe from, from your family or um, at home? I can tell you exactly what that was. It was in, so keep in mind, I have a very narrow view because I'm a young kid that hasn't been anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I thought that it was like white people shit mm -hmm. to get tattoos. Yeah. That's like what I had seen. I didn't see a bunch of niggas with tattoos at yeah. that point in time. Um, so I guess it was like, that's not tight. Yeah. But it's the same. It's kind of like the same way when music. You know, or like if someone talked in a proper way or like yeah. new vocabulary, yeah, they're like, oh, you're like, so white. Yeah. It's like, you know what, it's what, like, what is that? Even? You know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> trying to just fuck. I was just reading a book yesterday. Like it shit just came across. I thought it was a good word. I learned it. Yeah. Fuck. I can't even use that. Yeah. Now you that's real life. Isn't it? But, it's, but but music as well. I used to tell myself, oh, I'm never going to fucking listen to that shit or that yeah. shit. Like, that's that's that white people shit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, like, I was really, I mean, I get down on myself like I wasn't a child. Like, I would never be upset <laughs> for a child for doing that. So I shouldn't be upset at me for, as you know, when I was a child for doing it. Um, but, yeah, I was just a little fucking idiot. I just told myself I wouldn't be so many things. And I became all of them yeah like every single one of them yeah so it was, it was interesting it shows you how pivotal and important those early years are for kids yeah like how essentially we could be taught anything and believe that anything or whatever we're taught is the right way and it either there's a path where you eventually grow up and like you do your own learning and realize oh like hey like it's actually not what I was told or you end up just sticking with that ideology and it's like, all right, like I'm just doubling down on it because this is what I was told was right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what's tough about education here now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's causing it's like, it, the whole divide. Like trying to just teach people how to think on their own, mm -hmm. you know, like how to weigh options, how to keep your mind open to new perspectives and, you know, in that anytime anyone is saying something absolute, they're probably full of some shit, yeah. right? Or, or they got some shit in there because 
they're never always right. Mm. There's compromise between everything all the time. There's just the nuance of life. It's just right. too complex for us to think that things are just black and white. It's just mm. not. If that's the case, it's just our lenses that are showing us black and white. Yeah. It's just because we have not evolved enough to see the nuance in it, right? Um, on a mass scale or in an individual scale to be able to see something of that nature. Um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like that conversation could have went in so many directions. And yeah, it's like it's like one of those things that I feel like everything's a touchy subject nowadays. You do? Yeah. Are you, yeah. Are you afraid? Me? Yeah. No, I'm I'm not one to shy. Oh, okay. Shy away from touchy subjects because I think they need to be had. It, like it's the the education thing is it's like a chicken before the egg type of deal. How? If the teachers are ideologically driven, mm-hmm. right, or they don't know how to spur free thought and critical thinking, like if that, because that that has to be like a top down sort of thing, does it? Right, because so many teachers feel sort of audited, you well, know, these it, days. On it is because it's, I mean, especially here, like you have your SOLs, for example, right? Like ultimately, that's how they get graded at the end of the year yeah. and whether they'll be back or not. It's like, you got to have a X amount of kids pass this SOL. So in a sense, it is a top down type of thing. Like you ultimately have to teach them. Yeah. Like these things, these things. When, is someone reforming this? Is it like, <laughs> I'm not tapped in. Is someone <laughs> yeah, like no, working not, on this? I don't, I don't know, honestly. And I think another angle that like, that I feel for teachers on is like, they're also battling the fact that, these kids are learning stuff online, you know, like you have a lot of stuff that's being taught online. So. Yeah. You probably, Oh man. If we thought that we knew what the fuck. Yeah. Imagine. On, yeah. Oh, imagine these, these kids, kids are probably like, Bitch, what are you talking yeah, what about? Are you talk- that is not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then factoring in how bad they are too. You know, it's going to be a couple of customers. Like, but, look, but look, but don't let the teacher actually be wrong though. Right. Because if you get called out, yeah, your reputation is done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna spend, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about anyway. Like, <laughs> so you're rap. done for. You're done for at that point. Like, for the year, for the next nine months, like, you are done for because of one thing you said in third period. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, they got it. It's fucking technology, man. Yeah. So, like, being a teacher, I feel for teachers now. Like, I already had an immense amount of respect. Yeah. Like, the stuff they got to deal with now. And, and then another thing is, like, I'm, so I'm coaching at Osborne now, right? Coaching basketball. Oh, oh right. that's hilarious. So, oh, that's so funny. So, I'm seeing, and I, I'm, I, like, I was telling one of the other coaches, I was like, damn, like, back when I was in high school, and, I'm, and I sound like that, that old head now, but it's like, we had a couple bad kids, right? But it's like, it was manageable. The coach would manage, like, they knew how to manage their attitudes yeah. and what um, kind of would like them and how to get the best out of them. Yeah. But it's like, now the whole team is just bad. Damn. Just a bunch of badass kids. <laughs> right? And, and it's bad to say, right? Because they're, they're truly not bad kids at the core. Right, right, right. Right? But they're just misbehaving. Exactly. Children. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all it takes is one. And if, and then one follows the next and then that. So, so they're mostly there to just like hang out like they're not there to try to that's really the, play and that's the thing like you like the angle that i'm taking on it is like i want to connect with them 
had a sense. It's like, all right, you don't have to like, not everyone's dream is going to be to play basketball at the next level. Right. Or if you do play at the next level, like you don't have to like make it your life, but if you're good at this sport, utilize it. Yeah. Use it. Right. One free money, right. Or partial money to go, to go get a degree on top of that, your network automatically broadens. Right. So like if you take someone that played basketball, right. At a college level, let's say a D3, right. And someone that didn't play any sports and they both went into, I don't know, a finance major, but because you played basketball, you automatically have a hand up or a leg up on the other individual that didn't play any sports because your network's bigger and schools are going to see, Oh, like you were committed to a, a program, like, xyz happened like we know like like you went through a process you have discipline even though that person may have had a great gpa out of college yeah but that alone come with a recommendation letter yeah exactly right so like before you know it now you're not just working at some corporate company doing finance but like you could be doing finance for nba team or within the, the, the league or nfl whatever any type of sports do you say this to them this is what i'm trying to get across to them okay right is like and like there's this thing opens up so many doors because they all- are. You, are you saying it like this? They, these niggas need to come on the pod because I, <laughs> I feel like if you say it the way that I just heard it from you, well, but yeah. then I'm also me. But yeah, the but, way I you that was very well done. Yeah, I think if you say something like that, yeah, because it's it's easy to understand. Mm. Like I think even from like a high school standpoint, like what you said is easily deliverable. I feel like yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and and you gave like step by step. It wasn't like, oh, you go to college, you learn a lot, you make money. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't the, like the cliche that. stuff that you hear. Yeah, people are just very vague a yeah. lot of the times yeah. with their when they're trying to be a leader. Yeah, and I've learned that in being a leader, like the worst thing you can do is be the person that just walks in the room, just like, hey, I can, you know, I need you guys to take initiative. Yeah. I need you guys to, you know, like, ramp what does up. that mean? It, Give me, give me more detail. Like, That's always my question. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I've heard this over and over. So I get it for some of these kids that have older coaches yeah, yeah, that have yeah. been saying the same thing. <laughs> You're just like, thing, fuck, I need like, to take initiative. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I don't even think they know what initiative means. Bro, I know. That's what, I, bro. I think that what happens, whether you're like adults or your children, if you have a boss or you have a coach coming to you, and they start talking to you like that, that boss is gonna leave the room yeah. and the rest of the people are gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? Is, hey, what what should we what do? Mean, like, yeah. I because I don't know what he's talking about really yeah. when he says this. Like, do you know? Yeah. Well, I kind of think it has something to do with this, but I'm not quite sure. We can try it out, yeah. see if that helps. Yeah. Like, people don't know what the fuck the person meant by the time they left. So all they yeah. did was come in there and demoralize the people yeah. <laughs> that work underneath them. Yeah. Yeah. Like people have a very, very bad time of and and I've had to be better with this. And I've gotten far better with this, by the way, of just understanding people's limitations with putting thoughts together, mm-hmm. like clearing out all the clutter in the way and sequencing thoughts and ideas with their words. Yeah. It's just very tough for a lot of people. Yeah. So to try to, you know, when you think that you're at your height, maybe you've had motherfucking four shot espresso you got the six pumps of vanilla that day just for the extra sugar kick you know what i'm saying and like your brain is going like you probably feel like 
I mean, one, you're you're an intelligent guy. Like you can you can do multiple, you can do a lot of things with your mind. Like it's you have to understand when like people like can't do that. Yeah. First and foremost. Like just the, like the processor, just the the hardware itself isn't there. state of the yeah. art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. a that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not all built the same. Yeah. Um which, which is what I was kind of like going back to what I said earlier about understanding angles and perspectives from someone. Yeah. Like that's very right. important. It's like, very important yeah. to know that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, what got you to this point? Right. Yeah. What, what, what was your upbringing like, or what shaped you get to this point? That way I, I know how to address it. Mm-hmm. Right. That yeah. way I can, whatever I'm trying to communicate to you, isn't just like words coming at your face. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Like people have all the time of like it. getting the because when I'm speaking, I'm like seeing the thing in my mind mm-hmm. and I just match the words in a sense. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but people have a hard time. It's like the thing they're trying to talk about is out of focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they have to turn the lens and like get the thing into focus before they can actually talk about it. Right. right. And like we all have to do that. But it just seems like some people's lens are just much foggier and out of focus than others. So when they're trying to describe to you the thing that's in their mind, it's just very it's broken up. It's vague. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's foggy and out of focus is vague. So they're talking to you. But you're like, that's not a real order. Like, that's not a real thing that you just said. Yeah. Like that that doesn't actually explain how I'm supposed to do the thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that that's That's a huge issue. You got to do that shit that you just did, yeah, with them kids, yeah, yeah. I think that. No, nah, I, I definitely am. Like, I'm doing it slowly, like, right? Like, oh, like that actually makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I want them to get to know me first, right? Like, yeah. I'm not just another coach that's going. Another be reason why it's really, really good is because they understand influence and networking mm-hmm. more than we did growing up yeah. because they're growing up in a technological age. Exactly. So when you even use those keywords, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, he's talking about like. Getting my shit up, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like getting my followers up. Get that's right. pretty much, yeah, like the same you lingo. Speaking so that it'll, language, it'll, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. You got to be able to speak that person's language. It's, I mean, even for work, right? Like, same yes, thing. You do. Like, if I'm talking, <laughs> right? Like back when I used to do finance, if I'm talking to the accounting department or um the audit department, whatever it is, like we speak different languages. You gotta switch them codes up. You got to exactly. You got to. You got to be able to speak different languages. And that alone will get you very far, right? Just being able to be a great communicator. Fuck yeah. Because, so if there's one thing that I really learned <clears throat> amongst learning Spanish was that they, they love it when someone is trying yeah. to learn about and they just, they, they just invite you and in. they're so welcoming. They don't yeah. make, you want to dance, you want to eat some of this food you ain't never had yeah. before, you want to learn this, these words, sure, whatever. Yeah. And they just bring you in. And I'm certain there are a lot of cultures that are like that around yeah. the world. Um, but yeah, man, like they're, they're there to to help you learn whatever it is you want to learn, and whatever you wherever your desires lie in that thing. Like you just have an endless amount of like wealth there. Mm-hmm. So it's when it comes to you knowing that you need to learn different languages to like move amongst. The place you feel like they care about you in a way that you don't normally feel from people that don't look like you. Right. You're like, why are you interested in me? Yeah. Like, 
like most people that look like you mm -hmm. don't try to learn my language. Don't right. try to like they don't they don't come at me with this sort of energy. But like, why are you doing it? Yeah. And I think just in that you're like, sure. Yeah. Like, come come fucking hang out. And so yeah. when you're when you're doing that, you're not only learning a language, but you're building a, a community mm -hmm. with people in such a deep and profound way that like you will only ever be able to understand if you speak someone's language. Right. Like that's the only way it'll be able to happen. Yeah. So it's very interesting to walk around and even in the English language, speak other languages with people and, yeah. you know, because you're just, you know, you're just from a, you like a different place. Like in, um, in food and beverage, mm -hmm. we have a thing called 86 to 86. Something means like, well, it means we're out of it. Like, you know, we're 86 ham. We, yeah. There's no more ham in the building. We can't find another slice of ham. Yeah, y'all got NFL plays. <laughs> yeah. We're 86. Like, people just know immediately <laughs> what that means. Um, now, I don't know if this is true, but it's, it sounds good at least. Mm -hmm. My old food and beverage director told me that it came from the old mobsters in New York, probably mostly, that... And then I'm throwing this other spin on there that I swear that they, I mean, they, we know that they owned a lot of restaurants, right? So that, that plays a part in this. When they would tell someone to go murder this person, you mm -hmm. know, for me, mm -hmm. they would say 86 them because okay. that means to drive them eight miles out of the city okay. and put them six feet under. Mm. And I, I then just off of that base off of their, you know, business acumen and, and their possession of the food and beverage market in, in a lot of places, especially in New York, uh, especially at a different time, yeah, would probably say that shit in the kitchens because they just knew the lingo. Like, oh, yeah, we're 86 this, like 86 yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And it just like sort of traveled through food and beverage. But there's all sorts of interesting little things like that that people would say, and they would only know it if you worked in that, worked that industry. In yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely attest to that. Like, well, not the 86 part, but the um, someone knowing your language or just like wanting to understand your culture more. Um, it definitely it hits home. Right. And like. Like for me specifically, like RJ, for example, right, like he loves <laughs> like he loves to try food from Sudan. <laughs> Okay. So like my dad has made him food. That's hilarious. I and, did not know this. Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad has, has, has uh, made him food before and like he knows it by name now. Right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, um, that's great. to me, that's like, damn. So like now I'm thinking like, man, like I've begged him year over year. Like, let's go to like, come with me to Sudan. Just do a week. Yeah. Right. Just get your ticket. And I got you with everything else. Like just come out there. But that's because like, to me, it's someone from the outside. Mm having a genuine interest yeah, yeah, yeah. about where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to go all out because that's in a sense, like it's kind of like a, like a love language, right? Like, yeah, for sure. But from a friendship standpoint, it's like, man, like I can't wait to show this, yeah. this guy, like who's one of my like best friends where I'm, where I come from. Yeah. Right. Cause he already has a genuine interest. About yeah. That. I've gotten that, that same invite back to Uganda, uh, in, it's like, God damn, first of all, that flight is long as hell. But it's not. <laughs> no, yes. Actually, you know what, though? It, it does. It is long. First of all, it's, we need to agree that it's a long <laughs> flight. It's like, a, where, wait, how far to Sudan, though? So it depends which route you're taking, right? Okay. But I usually connect, I don't know, maybe in Dubai, okay. which is like 12 hours from here. Okay. 
And then from Dubai to Sudan is four hours, four and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not that's not as bad. Because yeah. I, I did... Wait, because well, you just said 16. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. I did that for, for Maui. Um, See? Yeah, but I, but I also took shrooms and, like, and, uh, <laughs> and like gummies. And, and I, I did it right, man. I had this little cool gel neck pillow. Yeah. I had the fucking sleep uh, eye mask yeah. thing on, and it connected to Bluetooth, so I was playing classical music through it. <laughs> Bruh, I was fucking out the whole way there. Yeah. And seven days later, the whole way back. So are you one of those people that, like, I need to sleep on the plane? If I'm doing one of them, yeah. if I'm if I am to go to Uganda or the Congo or probably Uganda, but I yeah, I'm gonna need I'm yeah because I don't want to just sit up there exper- like experiencing. See, like just, I'm <laughs> looking out of the window nauseates me. Like yeah. I'm not afraid afraid of it, but it just like it, it doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. I get some sort of motion sickness when that happens. Mm. Um, and. What just watch movies? I don't want to read a book because reading the book kind of does the same thing as far as emotion sickness sort of okay. thing. So I don't, can't read a book. Um, yeah, like I don't see to me. I'm like tuning in. I'm like right, I need to listen to what like the pilot is saying. To air traffic control. Oh, oh, I'm one of them, and I'm just like looking around, oh, like, nah, nah, oh, we're same. going 560 miles nah. <laughs> per hour. Nah, we have nah. 40,000 feet in the air. Nah, 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 nah. I'm trying to do the exact opposite. I'm clocking out. Like, I'm not. You clocking in? You are working. I'm tapped in. Nah, like bro. everyone's asleep. The cabin you, lights are off, and I'm walking you, around like the patrolling. <laughs> Right, like I'm going up, like oh, they put the snacks out. Let me niggas, see what they got. Niggas, niggas think you the air marshal. <laughs> you going up and down the aisle, oh, no, no, that nigga. That's crazy. So when I land, I'm dead tired because I just stayed up for twelve hours. <laughs> oh nah, man, I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm trying to get comfortable, but it's very fucking difficult. But either way, no. Um, what I will say, and this is an interesting turn on this, is that same friend that offered me that trip out to Africa. He had a very interesting, and now he could have very well changed his taste on this because this was years ago when we had this conversation. And I'd probably say that it probably did change. But he said to me at one point that he didn't like the idea of usually a bunch of white people showing up on an airplane for a mission trip of some sort, you know, definitely giving money and helping out and however they do. Getting their hair braided, getting some beads, getting a new name, <laughs> you know, a new name they can take home and just tell people in Massachusetts, oh, my name is so-and-so now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for some reason, for him, he said he didn't like that. And I was like, I, I was like, I feel you. Because there, there's something deep in that uh, that I feel like doesn't necessarily have to be explained. But if it does need to be explained, it's something akin to going and looking at people at a zoo. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I understand you probably feel like like, this is a good, like, this is a fun trip for y'all. Like, y'all are having fun. Yeah. Like, fuck that. You know, yeah. like, I could, I could get that in, but, but you, but you helping us. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a rough position to be in. Yeah. That's a, that's a fucked up position to be in. Like, I do need your help, <laughs> but I fucking don't like the way you're doing it. I really don't. Yeah, that's. You know? Uh, so I wonder if he still has that perspective, but, I, you know, sometimes the showing of interest you know, there's a, there's another way that can be interpreted, and sometimes people don't like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, <clears throat> I've met some great people though on those trips. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, which actually I was gonna ask you: Have you taken um, your Spanish speaking skills on the road? 
no to a spanish-speaking uh, country no, latin country no 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 okay yeah you, um you, you think i mean i listen i would definitely love to it's most certainly not as good as it once was there was a time when it was yeah. crispy but that was when i was yeah popping copious amounts of adderall yeah. so you know what i mean it was like my spanish was through the roof yeah. but i could i could still definitely get through and around and build relationships yeah. you should you should you should do it like i i don't i think last time i was here i hadn't been i think i was just about to go to columbia and dr yeah you right. want to know because because it's funny you came on the first pod we talked about drake the whole time yeah you, you came on the second one you brought a friend and keon was there so we talked about all sorts of shit yeah. but at some point i was like wait a minute we need to talk about mo <laughs> And I, you know, we, we get, we get to it as we get to it naturally. Uh, but at one point you were like, yeah, man, I want to talk to you about some of the trips that I'm going on. Yeah. And we ne definitely never got around to that on the last one. Yeah. So I think since then, so since then I went to DR twice, three times. For people that don't know the cool lingo, that just means the Dominican, Dominican Republic. Republic. <laughs> that's, that's that's a thing right people don't well, know that. people don't know <laughs> yeah i'm certain of it like everyone can't know that <laughs> everyone can't yeah, know so it. the dominican republic and then uh colombia um when did turks and caicos become a, do we know when this blew up did drake do this yeah he did <laughs> god damn it yeah no he, he actually had an interview it. on the beach oh see i didn't um, i see i did not mean to actually do this yeah. I, I, okay i don't want to get back into drake no, it's hilarious that like uh, you so have like Drake just started his tour two days ago, and the fact that like I'm like <laughs> I was thinking about that on the way home. Like <laughs> you doing I, a promo <laughs> run? <laughs> yeah, just the Breakfast Club interview. <laughs> yo, yeah, yo. And so I was like, how does this always crazy. align with like a Drake album <laughs> release or like a a tour or something? Like this is just. It's insane. Either like it's just always aligning, or he's always dropping. Y'all interview is gonna come up at the same time, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I think I think the um, you know, social media like always does like uh, people always latch on to like the cool place to go. Like for a while, it was Bali, right? Like it was like oh, oh I do remember here vacation that. in Bali. Like that's what you got to do. Uh. Um, and now it seems like the tide is shifting a little bit. Now it's like Turks. But I think people didn't look up the prices for Turks and realize, like, <laughs> I don't got Turks money. So because <laughs> it's expensive out there. So I got to go to Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I, I always wonder how some people are like, where are y'all like, who is who's funding these trips? I'm hearing that we know who's funding those trips. <laughs> I, I'm hearing that domestic flights are so expensive, expensive now that you might as well go overseas. Yeah, like it, yeah. No, I went to the UK specifically for some reason. Well, because like you can get to the UK. It's crazy one. You can get to the UK in like oh, six and a half hours, it's probably right? Probably because of the easily like the easy traveling well, once you get there. Yeah. Well, so I went last year, um I took a little trip like around Europe, right? And it's so I would literally so I was I flew solo, right? I traveled solo. And I would literally get to the airport, have my bag with me, and I look at the next flight. And I'd be like, okay, like that flight's leaving an hour and a half, and I book a flight, right? So typically, last minute, especially here in the U.S., it's like that means that flight is gonna be like eight hundred dollars for sure, right? But there, like the max I paid for a flight was like one hundred and fifty dollars, mm. right? So imagine if I actually booked it like a few days ahead of time, it'd be like forty, fifty bucks. Wow. But all right, cool. Like it was just part of the experience, right? The fact that I can get anywhere. 
with for that sort a of low cost. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously you have the trains. Yeah, I was about to say I mostly hear about people taking trains. So I took trains like right. I, and when I went to Spain, I landed in Barcelona and from there I kind of explored. I went to uh, I went to Marbella, which was like a fifty dollar train ride, and the train was incredible. It's like not your Amtrak that yeah. you take. Like there was Wi Fi, AC, the seats reclined. Like it was incredible. Uh, it was a great experience. Nice views. Beautiful. Yeah. Like I found love with Spain. Uh, um, like I'm not that crazy about Europe in general, but um, Spain was beautiful. We have uh, this J1 student, like in J1 international student program that my company does, uh-huh. and so for the summer. A bunch of you know kids that heard about this thing and got together a few thousand dollars to come and explore America and have a job and a place for them set up and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you meet a lot of people from a lot of different places. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day about Croatia and like what I've just learned from Croatians and their, their natural energy. It seems to be like or everyone I'm meeting just seems to be really really fucking awesome, yeah. cool, down to earth people. Yeah. Um, Montenegro, I think they're rough. They're around the same mm-hmm. place, so that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I heard. I, I I have a friend that's over there right now. In, Where in Croatia? In Croatia. Yeah, it sounds like an incredible summer over there. And mm, we'll see. As I'm speaking to this Spaniard woman, she's mm-hmm. like a young lady. I should really say, she's like, it's nice here. Yeah. But like, let me show you what my backyard looks like. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you look out, like you see a little bit of like white sand beach and then yeah. it's just ocean. It's yeah. like, this is what I wake up to. Yeah. You know? So like, don't get me wrong. Like over here is it's nice. Like yeah, it's nice, cool, you know, but she was like, the taxes are kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, over there waiters get served or they get paid a decent, like a mm-hmm. respectable hourly wage. So yeah. they're not. You throw 50 cents or a dollar at someone and you're good to go. Sometimes people don't tip at all. Yeah. Um, so she's like, yeah, just like trying to figure out how much to tip people and like what's a good tip and why and yeah. what's bad. She was like, then when I go into the stores, I'm scared to like buy stuff because you have like the price of the thing. Then you have like the tax of the thing. Yeah. Then you have the gratuity or some extra shit that yeah. they've added on. And then there's a, t- she was like, so I don't know, like when I pick something up, how much it's really going to cost. Yeah. She's like when you pick stuff up in Spain, like if I go to the store and I pick this mug up and it says $5, I'm paying $5 for it. Yeah. Right. Like that, like, because the tax that they have is already built into the price. Mm-hmm. Like, so you just get to see like, okay, that's how yeah. much it is. So here she'd be like scared to buy shit. She's yeah. like, it says fifteen dollars, but I like it could end up being twenty seven. Like yeah. I don't fucking know. That's true. So she's trying to figure out yeah. like, all this sort of stuff. Now nah, we, I'm like you can put that math together. Like I mean, we go through that. Like when we buy concert tickets, right? It's like <laughs> it says a hundred dollars, but then you got a convenience fee of like a hundred dollars, oh. and you got taxes on there for another forty. So all of a sudden, like the concert ticket that you thought where you were getting for a hundred and something dollars is like two fifty now. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got to get their cut. Yeah, but that's crazy. It is a crazy cut. But, but it's but, like, but they sell them. It's, it's, it's never the, the thing is they know people are going to buy it. Prices are not crazy ever. Mm-hmm. A price I've never heard of prices crazy. I've heard of crazy people willing to purchase that thing yeah. at that price. Yeah, the price isn't crazy. The, yeah. the fact that there's a person willing to pay for that thing is the crazy part. Mm-hmm. So. As long as, because all price means is the, the, how much you value it, how Absolutely. much you are willing to Absolutely. give for that thing. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. Ain't no yeah. price real. Like yeah. that doesn't really exist. Yeah. So 
No, like they're going to, this is like you hitting a lick. Like, oh, they're just going to leave the door wide open and leave the jewelry out on the couch. Okay. I guess I'll take it then. Yeah. I mean, there's a market for it. Yeah. Like they keep coming back and keep yeah. purchasing these fucking tickets. Yeah. They probably having games back there. Like, bro, how much you think I can raise this shit? Yeah. Uh, yo, I'm going to raise this shit another 25. See if they keep yeah. buying. Like, bro, they still buying these <laughs> shit. going to buy it. Yeah. It's the weekend. What you yeah. gonna do? Yeah, especially if you're on a date. It's like, mm. okay, here we go. Let's be, you let's, on a date? Yo, you got, we gotta, you got, hold on, we gotta talk. By about the it. way, last time, like, did we talk about this? No, I was gonna say I know. Well, because I was supposed to be on here a few days ago. I appreciate you accommodating. Oh yeah, uh, the schedule. It wasn't a date. Hey man, listen. I got. Oh, that's so funny. No, because you know, I could have swore it was a date. No, because I like I just I said earlier. It's a, it's been a staycation for me, right? So like in my mind, I have so much time for stuff. So I'm I'm saying yes to everything, right? <laughs> so like I had said yes uh, to go to the gun range, and then uh, like my brother had been wanting to to go out. Um, he just started working, so. Okay. He kind of wanted to get out the house and do something. So I was like, all right, like I'll take him out to eat. Yeah. That type of thing. Um, so like I said, I'm saying yes to everything. So I, and I'm like driving. My I'm actually driving. I was driving to Ashburn, so it wasn't too far from here. Right. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then part of me is like, yo, like, do I just bring my brother with me and do, do I pull up? But <laughs> have him go sit down. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna have to tell him. Like, I yeah, can't, yeah. I can't make it. And I was like, I know he's gonna think I'm on a date, which is not the case. And so funny enough, so in um the coaches <laughs> chat, right? Uh yeah. One of the coaches was like, Hey guys, like this Friday, like let's all go out, um, you know, for a drink. And I was like, I can't make it. I was, he's like, Tell her she can come too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Why is everyone assuming like <laughs> Just because I can't, got. yeah, like just because I can't make something, I, it's a date. I was like, nah, man, like, like yeah. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to see your friend. We got something to do, but yeah, it's, it everyone a, resorts that it's a, like it's just always it's a, gotta date. Be a date. Yeah, like why, why, why? Like, <laughs> all right, well, I do want to talk about this because we we spoke about it very. Well, first of all, I didn't like the way it went down because it became an attack on Mo in the chat. I didn't like that. Okay, we were in some one of these chats that exists. And everyone started talking about what. Oh, you, you heard about what, this? I was in the chat. What are you talking about? Oh, you, yeah. Oh, that—that's the bigger chat. Yeah, yeah, whichever yeah, yeah. one where like everyone started talking about yeah, like, yeah. what you're looking for and the, what you see and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And I was like, damn. Oh, hold on a second. Like I meant to say one thing, but I didn't mean for all. I like yeah, I it was just I like, didn't start this. <laughs> this is a whole lot. Everyone of shit. came at me. Yeah, I was like, this is a lot of angles we're telling Mo about himself. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I'd love to have that conversation now so we can mm. clear anything up that wasn't <laughs> cleared up then. Okay. So at that point in time, if I, my, if I can recollect, um, you were saying, oh, oh <laughs> I was speaking about, uh, well, you were speaking about dates, I believe. You were speaking about it. And I said, what I used to do is take girls, to, when I was younger, to mm. Nathan's Dairy Bar, the ice cream yeah. shop. And bring a Where's Waldo book. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's what we was doing. And we and at a young age, I was we was getting yeah. it popping. Like, it was yeah. fun. It was like, oh, shit, you got a Where's Waldo book. That's fun. And yeah. then there's ice cream. And you're outside and you're young. So yeah. it's fucking fun. That's cool. And you remarked, you were like, yeah, can't do that shit. These <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, days are long gone. You were like, yeah, can't do that shit these days. Like, if you ain't pulling out that wallet, they ain't even replying. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. So, and, and then, then I think at that part it was like, that's when people, the dogs people were telling you like, loose. yeah, like your 
they're saying that you're, uh, you know, fishing in the same pond. Yeah. Right. And like, of course, you're going to find the same fish. Like, yeah. what, like, what are we talking about? To which you're saying, guys, you don't know who yeah. I'm dating. You don't know who I talk to. Right. It's much more eclectic than you think it is. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but even in that, you still do believe mm -hmm. that you got to pull that wallet out. Now, we just probably have to get an understanding amongst each other of what that means, because I, I I might agree with you. Mm -hmm. But but what is but what does that mean? You got to pull that wallet out or they won't reply. So. I think that because initially like this, this debate was being had with Mikey, right, uh, a few days before about because um, his his stance was like, you just need to find a girl that's not on Instagram. Right. Oh, okay. which which I thought was a wild statement to make because it's like <laughs> That's super, like way easier said than done, right? To find a girl mm. that doesn't have Instagram nowadays. Because um, everyone does. Like my dad has Instagram. I'm, you know what I mean? My mom's on Instagram. It, it's also just, you can, look, listen, my dad has an Instagram, right. but he doesn't use it like a IG model. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. also the way that someone can use Instagram. So, okay. I, I'm glad you brought that up, right? The way you use Instagram is a huge factor in, in all this. But you're also you're also on Instagram seeing these influencers. You're seeing, um, like as a as a girl, right? Like, and even as a guy, you're seeing what's like I guess being put out as a standard of how to live life. Highlights, right? So highlights, yeah. Right. So like, if you're seeing, um, for example, like I know on Valentine's Day guys generally hate being on Instagram. Like I have a friend, a couple of friends that are like married friends, right? They're like, that's the worst day on Instagram for me because they're seeing um, these influencers and um, these people on Instagram just like going all out for Valentine's Day. Like they walk in the house, there's roses everywhere. Oh, you wow. got flowers, then you got like a, a secret dinner set up. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's. Trey songs comes from yeah, the back. Yeah, like you doing singing. something crazy. And like, whoa. And then so like now girls feel like, whoa. Like, I want that life, right? I, I somewhat feel entitled to that. So then you have a certain percentage of girls that will, like, strive for that. Like, that's what I want, right? And then you also have, like, your other, like, I guess, percentage of girls that are saying, you know what? Like, this isn't real life. <laughs> or not, this, not that this is real life, but, like, this is also you're dealing with someone that's, has a big wallet, mm. right? Like they can spend, I can spend $25,000 to hire a planner to do all this, right? right. <laughs> because that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, and it's like, all right, me personally, just being an average person, like obviously like I'm going to target that girl. Like I can appreciate a girl like that. That's not expecting that. Mm. Um, and it sounds so like, yeah, of course. Like why wouldn't that be the case? Or yeah, that's the type of girl you would go for. Right. But it's like, what I was telling, telling Mikey and RJ, I was like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, that's how the game has become. It's like, all right, well, what are you going to do to max out to get at least somewhat comparable to that level? Mm. And. Oh, but you, this is, this is wild because you can't, you can't sustain that. That's not sustainable. It's not, it's not sustainable. Like you're going to max me, out once. And it's like, it also it doesn't feel genuine. Yeah, well, so I mean, you're trying to you're trying to put it all out there on the line to hook the fish, right? 
But there's guys that will do that, right? There's guys that'll do that. And they'll do that to, to obviously impress the girl and win her over. So then you have, let's say that, that guy, you know, that situation has run its course and now she's on to the next guy. Now the bar is set, right? She's like, if I'm not getting this, and then her friends are telling her, yes, sis, like if you're not getting mm-hmm. this, like don't settle, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to give you that, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to, you're not going to walk into a house of like, just hypothetically, right? Yeah. Like you're, maybe it's someone that just has, a, has an average job, you know, just trying to make ends meet that can't give you that. Well, that, that person's automatically out the picture. Like he's not even in the game. Yeah. I mean, and that is the prerogative of those women. Like if that's what they, tr- if that's what they feel like they want, regardless of what it comes attached to mm-hmm. what that human being is like, right. right. What that lifestyle really comes with behind the, the scenes. Like then that's what, that's what it is. they will figure that out for themselves. Yeah. But the, I think the question is that we're asking you is, do you believe that to be so much of the game? Like that, that idea has, has found itself so prevalent in the game that you really can't, like people don't exist outside of that mindset. No, I'm not going to say people don't exist. Cause I've met girls that actually like just very simple. Um, like the, like the things that you're saying, like they would look at you and be like, what well, explain it to me. Like t- they, like they would have, you would have to bring them up to speed on what you're talking about. Like those types of women, like they do what? I mean, that I haven't met. Yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that I haven't met. You need someone that says that responds to you that way. Yeah. It's just like, what do you, that's, I'm sorry, I do other stuff. I'm not even in that world. What are you talking about? But that's the thing. It's like, if, if you're on social media, like at some point you're going to come across that. You're going to see that world. And it just comes down to the person, like the level of emotional intelligence to have um, the level of discipline to understand, like, that's not a life maybe that they're looking for. Um, and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm saying all this, but I, I also, I'm going to give my all mm-hmm. right to a relationship once I'm committed to one, right? Like I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure like I make whoever it is the happiest. And I would obviously vice versa. Like I wanted to go both ways. Um, but I think it's just like the issue has become like, this is the expectation from day one. And it's like, well, who are you? You know, <laughs> no, no, like really, like we don't know each other for me right. to, you know, to get to that point. So it's like, I know, I know guys that are go out and spend a couple hundred dollars on a first date. And it's like, you don't even know if you're, you're about to invest your time in this girl. Right. Yeah. My, my thing is because everything you're saying is very reasonable. Like you're mm-hmm. saying reasonable things. Uh, I, I do think that there are many, many people outside of this realm that you definitely would have a great time with. Mm-hmm. They like don't even they don't think at all about these things. Like it just isn't what occupies their mind. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's 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 a very interesting thing. Yeah, that's it's because like as you speak to me about this stuff. You don't want you don't want anything to do with this, man. <laughs> with you, what? You don't want anything to do with just like any of this stuff that you're talking about, like having because that just means that you're not speaking to a reasonable person. Yeah. Like well, someone that you can because if you even try to have the conversation of listen, 
I was on a date with someone years ago mm-hmm. and we went out and you could say that this person probably fits in this dynamic you're talking about of just like, I would like to be treated well, to be spent on. Right. Mm-hmm. And we go out and I asked her to go out because all these factors mean something to me. I asked this person to go out on a date with me. Right. I think we met mm-hmm. on one of the apps, whatever. Yeah. We went out, had a great time. Went out like, uh, I forgot what the fuck we went out, but I paid for it. Mm-hmm. I expected to pay for that Absolutely. meal going out. Yeah. I think we went out a second time. I asked her to go on the next date with me. Yeah. I paid for that. I right. had no issue paying for that. 100%. I'm minding my own business in the world somewhere, and I get a text message from her. And it's like, hey, like, what are you doing this Friday? Like, I'd like to take you out and, you know, just just pretty much show my appreciation for, you know, the time we spent and all that. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's a really nice way of putting it. Like, you want to yeah. take me out? Like, sure, let's do that. Yeah. So we went out to this steakhouse. And, but before we did, actually, she was like, well, where do you want to go? And I was like, listen, I'm easy. Like, it, it does. And yeah. you're taking, you, listen, you figure it out. You're putting this together. Like, you tell me where and, and when and food, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm there. And so I, she's like, I just want to make sure that this is perfect. Like, I want to get things right. And I'm like, you're being very, very nice. Yeah. But trust me, it's really not that deep. Like, yeah. just pick a place. We ended up at a steakhouse and had great conversations and laughs and also talks about mental health, all, all sorts of wild yeah. shit. And the bill came. <laughs> and I was, like, very conscious of this moment. Like, no matter, like, what, whatever drinks I had that night, like, I was waiting for this moment a little bit. Because, <laughs> I, like, something told me. I was like, I feel like I should just sit back. Yeah. So the check came and hit the table, and I just, like, leaned back, and I was looking. And she didn't look. She did Her eyes, you, you almost have to train yourself. Like, she was focused on not looking at the bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't even acknowledge that shit hit the table. Yeah. Right? Nothing. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, I pick up the bill and I look at it and it's whatever it is. Yeah. But as I'm taking out my, my card, I'm like, would you, would you mind taking out your, your debit card? <laughs> Wait, so she didn't, she didn't do anything. Like, oh, so, so I'm, I'm thinking like, as you're telling me the story, I'm thinking she's like, yeah, like whatever the bill is, like I got it. That's where I was going with it. That's what the fuck I thought. Like, I'm not even going to worry because, about it. Because the way that she's talking, yeah. like, grooming me up for this date, seeing like, like you're asking me to go out, you want to mm. make sure it's this, you want to make sure it's that, but on my dime. Wow. And so I asked because I felt like it was very audacious of her to do that. I was mm. like, oh, well, I can match your audacity. Could you, could, would you mind taking out your, your yeah. debit card? And she was like, Oh, yeah. No, sure. Of course. Yeah. And like did it. And I was like, what do you think about like men and women paying for meals? And like I was like, let's have the conversation now, mm-hmm. you know, and we went through it and we just had a very reasonable. I wasn't aggressive about it. Yeah. We had a very reasonable discussion on. Just finances and ways of the old. And if you you need someone to pay for every single thing that you do while you just harbor money on the side and don't yeah. do anything like what like what are we what are what we are talking we about? Like, you're a working woman, right? Like, mm-hmm. what, what are we talking about? Um, and shit, there may be people that don't like that. I don't care. It's ridiculous. It's unreasonable. Yeah. So did you continue talking to her after that? Um, no, no, we yeah. didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't last too much longer after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's like my thing, right? It's like, we got to set an expectation, um, from the jump, right? If, if we're both 
seeing this as like a situation that's not going to be something long term. Um, you know, it's like a summer thing, for example, right? Mm. Um, oh, summer thing, right? So it's like I get it um, from the standpoint of like, yeah, like as the man, I'll cover the first few, and um, again, if this is just going to be a fling, like, all right, then I'm expecting um, your end of the bargain to be held up. Right. But then there's girls that are going to be like, no, like, yes, it's going to be just a fling and, and, and you're still going to pay for it. Right. But that's what you're dealing with. And for me, it's like, it's not going to be that. Like the only, the way I'm going to approach it, right. Like the only way that's going to happen is if like, I'm, this is something I'm going to be committed to. Cause at that point, like I'm invested in something that I want to work long-term. Yeah. So like the way I'm going to treat you is as such, right. Like I'm going to hold you, like, don't even, I don't even want you to pull out your card. Mm-hmm. Like I got it. Um, but it's it's those situations that are supposed to be just flings, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah you know, Romari and I were talking about the, the Meek Mill song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah, her and I were talking about it. And I forgot what the what the chick's name is. That's the feature on it. Uh, it might be Melly, uh, but yeah, I think it's Melly. But first of all, the hook he says. Do a split on the dick. <laughs> okay. If you really with the shits, little bitch. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have taken a sip. <laughs> and then the, the chick hops on and it's like, she asked her girlfriend, should I let him hit? She said, girl, you better fuck him if he rich. Yeah. And I feel like. And and there was a lot of that uh, Champions album that was like, I think it came out summertime. Yeah. And so it had a summertime vibe to it. A lot of the things in that album mm-hmm. did. And I think when you're just out, people are having a good, especially young people. I think that yeah. this is much more of like a young thing because you're dealing with people that are just like swept up in whatever the fucking vibe is. Like they, they're not, they're not themselves yet. Mm-hmm. Right. They're still swept up in whatever fuck the paradigm is at the moment, right? They're just doing that thing. Um, and so when you're just out and you're fucking drinking and you're with your girls and you, you just hear this chant of, girl, you better fuck him if he rich and that, yeah. that shit works on you. You're just like, fuck yeah. I'm not fucking all these broke ass dudes. Like, let me go yeah. fuck with some rich niggas. Like, yeah. Like, let me go fuck with them. Let me see what right. that lifestyle. That's probably fun. Yeah. But you got all these people being fucking flown out to Turks and Caicos and Bali yeah. and all that. Like, let me go get a flight. Yeah. Let me go get some a, something. But this is what I'm saying. Like, this is what they're seeing on social media. So, so, so what we're saying is that wealthy men have fucked the game up. Is what you're saying? No, that ass. <laughs> like, I'm not blaming the women. Right. Right. right? Like you're like they, the guys fuck the game. They up. they fuck the game up. Like it's not the women's fault, right? Like it's not her fault that she's pretty, and then the guy's gonna be like, "Yo, I got a boat, pull up." You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard because it's but, hard to say no to. But bring yeah. your bring your five friends. Yeah, bring your five friends, and now all of a sudden they're on the boat, and they, they got the Instagram video going, right? Oh, they're posting on their story, and like now that's her that's her lifestyle, that's her expectation. Right. And Nigga, that's cr- you, you, yeah, but she needs to chill the fuck out. But you know what I'm but, saying? Like, but not you, can't, really. you, can't, you can't just that can't be the expectation but for like th- every human encounter you're going to have with the, the opposite thing, right? sex so, now. But let's say she gets introduced to that as soon as she graduates college. Right. Mm. Which nowadays it's it's during college as well. That Oh, I'm sorry. Right. But let's just just for the sake of the conversation that happens at 21. 
year after year. You got Miami, you got Turks, whatever. Like you're getting flown out sooner or later. Like especially if you're out in in DC or whatever city you're in, um, you're gonna come across men that are, you know, let's go to Thailand, oh, right? Hold on, hold on, like bro. let's take world trips. Hold on, nigga. But, hold on, you. <laughs> Right. Who are these people you? I I want to talk. I, you know what? I need to have more people on the podcast that you're talking about. I want to talk to these people. I want to sit down. I want to talk to them. I want to know what their like, where their mind is at, what they think the long term is, if they but think long term at all. That's that's my. They, these are the conversations that I'm having. Like because it's like 21, 22, 23, up until like 29, you're doing this, and it's like, all right, you know what? Like, yeah, let me start thinking about settling down. And it's like, well, when you were 23, 24, you know, when I was trying to approach you on some, on some serious shit, right? Like approaching you like a man, genuinely interested. Um, it was kind of like, yeah, like this is not what I'm looking for right now. Yeah. Like I'm looking for a nigga that's going to give me a flight and fly out. And it's like, well, this is so you really do be living like Drake's life. Like, like (laughs) I feel like this is a rapper's like how many rappers get on and say like, yo, they wasn't fucking with me then. And I'm on now and I'm fucking hot. Yeah. That's so funny that you feel like on whatever level you're going through some of the same stuff. Yeah. And I'm seeing it. I'm just like, like for me, I don't get phased by it. Cause it's like, bro, I'm not, but like one thing I'm about not about to do is be that guy. Mm. Like, as soon as you give me any sign that that's what you're looking for, then I'm out. Right. I'm, like, what, are, what are the signs you get? What are they? What are they giving you? What are they requesting? I, that's the thing. They send you a Venmo request. That's the thing. <laughs> like, it might as well app. be that. Like, posting your cash app is wild. Oh, I mean, yeah. Right. I, like, I the double standard is crazy. I didn't for that. know what that was about before. Like, when I first started seeing it, I didn't know. I was like, I was like, I don't see any links, like any nonprofit organizations nah, like attached to this. It's like, like you're funding, you're funding the pedicure. It's just, yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's just me. But like, let me be, as a guy post my cash app, I'm getting called a broke nigga. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? But you'd have, <laughs> but these people aren't even like OnlyFans people. These are just like, you're, they're just posting yeah. it in their bio on yeah. Twitter. It's my birthday. And people just sending. And then they, the cash app gets posted. It's cr- that's what I'm saying. Like the stuff on social media, like, again, like this isn't all girls, right? It's never all. But a lot of this shit is like a trickle down effect. Mm. So the more of it that gets um, connected on social media, um, people are seeing this. And it's like, all right, well, I, I, I just kind of want a taste of that lifestyle. And before you know it, like, you get a taste and it's like, I want more of it. Just that yeah. addiction again. Coming. Yeah. I've heard people talk about these, these, I mean, I've had it in my own way. If you ever lived a very wild life for any extended period of time, <laughs> you just look back and you're like, one, thank God I made it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, because there's so many moments where it didn't have to go that way. Yeah. So good thing I made it the fuck out of there. Um, mostly unscathed like you know what i mean like i'm not hurting from it really that's great but you look back you're like fuck i was living like a rock star yeah like i was it was crazy the fucking loop i was in the shit i was the people i was meeting yeah. you know the the parties i was going to the, the, just just craziness just fucking chaos but so much fun mm-hmm. i get it no, and I think some, it just it locks people in like some mm-hmm. people can't get away from it because it's just like people grow 
communities based upon where, where they go out to yeah. eat and drink and stuff like that. You yeah. see the same servers, the same bartenders, the mm-hmm. same fucking patrons to your left and right. You're yeah. meeting your friends are meeting other friends. You're like building real relationships. Now someone from your friend group is fucking with someone from their friend group. Yeah. Like it's just, it, it's, it's a wild environment. You really create a community out there, but the, but a lot of what is based in it is there, there's, a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. for a lot of people involved, yeah. drugs involved, a lot of money involved, a lot of flexing involved, yeah. like a lot of these extra things. And but yet you still out there in that fucking maelstrom trying to like find someone like but mm-hmm. you like you in the middle of a tornado. You're not going to find and you trying to like yeah. grab on to someone and, and hope that that is a good person to be with. Like that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Like once yeah. you once you get out of that tornado, once you sit get back on the ground, you're gonna be looking at the person you hold on to, like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh damn, this isn't I didn't I'm sorry. There was cows and tables flying around, a lamp smacked <laughs> me in the head. We were in a tornado. I'm sorry. I should this is not yeah. what I thought it was. Yeah. That's it. You just in the middle of some wild shit. It's a wild even though it's so like rooted in what we do here in America. Like, I mean, not even just America, but just club life. It's a weird way to engage with other human beings, Mm -hmm. even though it's as prevalent and just as big and as normal as it is. It's a very weird way to try to find human beings and connect with them. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I've, I've gone out, um, or even like I was having a conversation with someone recently, like, I was like, should I go out tonight? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it's summertime. Like, I want to be out, enjoy the weather, yeah, have sure. fun with my friends, listen to music. But and my boy's like, bro, just go out. Like, you might meet someone. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you might meet someone. Yeah, like, one, I've been going out for, like, it's not, this isn't my first time going out. I have never met anyone that was worthwhile while I was out. Right. Yeah. And then maybe like I'm sh- sure there's plenty of people that have and I've gotten to the point of like marriage off of it. Mm. But um, like I just that doesn't seem like a, the, the, the chances aren't in my favor. Where would you find because this could just be the question that people need to ask you. Where would you find a woman like truly in your life, like realistically, mm. if it was not. Instagram or the gym. Mm, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you got to get out. Yeah. You but like, get where? Some, uh, so I've been doing the Barnes and Nobles thing lately. Where? What are you doing over there? I'm I'm just going to work from there. <laughs> oh, like you? You're just pulling up your laptop? Yeah, I'm just taking my stuff. Okay. Like, going, getting a little coffee. Yeah, getting grab a, a coffee and, and you sit in the yeah, corner. One, it's a vibe. Like even if I don't talk to anyone that it day, is, it is. It's a nice vibe. They like I like job. doing shit on my own. Yeah. Right. I do too. Yeah. Like it's I've nice. been, I mean, so I used to not go to the movies on my own, but now I love it. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So like I'm tapping into like my, my old, old nigga shit. Yeah, like, man, do you. Yeah. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to go to the movies with someone now. <laughs> like I've reached, I've reached like, that they go, point. They go ruin the experience. <laughs> that ass, I went. Hold on now. Now you're doing too much. They, you gotta come I went back to the theater bit. like three, three weeks ago. Bro, I had the greatest night for $10. 10 $10. Cause it was it was after our one of our summer league games, and then so it was a Tuesday. Oh, okay. So yeah, you got yeah, yeah. like five dollar Tuesdays, right? And then I went to Chick Fil A. I was like, man, I'm hungry. I was like, let me grab some Chick Fil A, and um, 
Like I wasn't going to eat it and then go into the movies. Like I'm taking this food inside with me. Right. So I took the Chick-fil-A, the fries, the drink, snuck it in. Oh, I was about to say, how'd you do that? Bro, I, you, okay. I had a jacket with me and act like I was in a rut. Like it was, gotcha. you know, I was like, oh wait, theater four. Oh, okay, cool. I'm late. <laughs> right. And just walked in there. And then like the experience just got so much better because there was nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole theater to myself. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, that's like awesome. I had a great night, you know? Yeah. Just that's, that's Chick Fil A nice. in the movies. Yeah, man. Sometimes you just, yeah. just. I went to the. I went to a museum alone. Where, which one? Uh, the African American Museum. Oh yeah, just yeah. walked it. Just, just yeah. That's a lot of walking. It was. I, I didn't I get through the whole there. thing. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Oh really? Yeah. You can get tickets was, easily now. Okay. Um, but you know, I've been there with friends before, but like, I've had time off. So how, how are you feeling doing things by yourself? I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um. There, and there's certain things that I do want to do with friends. Like last year when I traveled, I went to Morocco, went went to a couple cities in Morocco. Um, and then like after coming back, I'm like, nah, like I want to go back, but I want to go back with friends. Mm. There's certain things that I think is fun without friends. Um, and it brings you a different perspective, um, just a different energy. Um, but there's things that you just need friends for. So I'm not like on this loner vibe. Like I, I don't <laughs> fuck with the loner vibe either. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, they're just, yeah, they're just, there's something that both of those, you know, because when traveling, I could imagine sometimes you go with people and some people want to throw together a fucking like an itinerary for every day, every hour. And it's like, all right, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. You have to just, yeah, there's a, there's just a vibe. Like what types of things do you want to do? How, how do you want to spend your time? How much yeah. of that time on certain things? Are you really compromising? Cause you can go somewhere and really just, if you do things yourself, you, you just, you know what you like, you know yeah. what you want to do. You know, when you want to wake up, you know, when you want to go down to the beach, you know, when you want to go to the museum, you know, when you want to go speak to the locals and yeah. do some local shit. Like, you know all these things, and you can just do them. Yeah. You don't have to worry about someone being sick in the hotel. You got to stay with them now because they're sick, <laughs> and you got to take care of them. Yeah. Or it's just some people aren't on that vibe at all. Or you're just with some friends that are, like, arguing about what to do or some <laughs> shit like that. It's just like, oh, God. You can't travel with anyone, man. I just I know too many people to go on. This is why I'm, I feel like I may be picky in the future with who I go on trips with. Mm-hmm. Um. I know too many people to go on vacations and come back tired as fuck. So, yeah. Like they, like it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like whatever they were chasing, it didn't happen for them. Mm-hmm. And they get back and they're, they're still like, like, like they just left. Like there's no reinvigoration. They've been waiting months and months and months for this vacation. They've been talking about it to everyone. They've been posting about it. They can't wait to go there. They get back. It's like, uh, like they just feel lethargic and I'm like what the fuck is going like why are you yeah. why do you feel like that and if you feel like that that gives me some indication of just what experience is like for you and I don't want to take what could be this extremely beautiful eye-opening experience for myself and then attach it to you and have to deal with it on your level at all but that could also mean they had a lot of fun Right. Like it was day after day. Like it was one of those people that like because I have a friend like that. Right. Like when I go on vacation, I actually love going on vacation with him because he keeps me going. Right. 
I don't like there. It gets to a point where I'm like, yo, you're on your own today. Cause mm-hmm. I need to just chill out, go get a massage, like just have a me day. Right. Like order some food at the hotel and that's it. But he's the type of person that's like on the go. I'm getting four hours of sleep and I'm on the go daily. So when he comes back, I don't hear from him for like three days because he's just catching up on sleep. Okay. So, okay. So this is the conversation that needs to happen amongst people going on a vacation together. What are we looking to achieve out of this vacation? Exactly. I am not getting four hours of sleep any night that I, maybe I might give it one depending upon what the itinerary may be. Like if we're going to go get up to go on a a big hike that day, like I'll wake up early, which I, which I've done before. Yeah. Um, no, that's not, that's weird. Nah, that's weird. I don't. I don't want to do that. I, I, I because of, for me, yeah. The question is, what is vacation to you? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, what are you doing it for? Um, because for me, I think of rest and relaxation. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do some some things that are not necessarily that, but I am looking to be rejuvenated at the end of this. Like yeah. that. That's going to be my. Thing. I'm never going to be looking to be like, oh, I I'll be able to rejoice in my success in how tired I am after yeah. this. So, like, for example, right, like. If we were going to Tokyo. I hope you wouldn't expect that we're going to be rested after going to Tokyo. It's very true. Right. It's very true. But if we're going to the Bahamas or going to Jamaica. Yeah. Like oh, I'm going to Tokyo. Just, yeah, because that's going to be a lot of walking, I, I a lot know, of exploring. There's a lot to do. I know, but I also don't. It, I mean, it's just like a. Like, what do you want to give up? Because I want to have a great time experiencing it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like do, trying to do the three hour sleep thing. May take away from the experience because you're running around just yeah. like like my brain is not really here. Like it's a blur. I'm yeah. just moving through. So I'm doing a bunch of things, but, like, but I'm, I'm not, not really there yeah. for it. Like, but I know like, oh, fuck, we doing this now. Like, yeah. oh, shit. OK, now we <laughs> now we down the street. Now we doing this. Like, OK, oh, fuck. Like, but I don't really know if that's. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'd, I just, have, I'd have to go to Tokyo with some time. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, certain also, at this, I'm going to need time at this age, even though we're like, we're not old, old, but like, we're, you know, we're a little bit more. I guess advanced in age. We're getting there, right? <laughs> but the recovery time is not there. Look at the way niggas just trying to not say they're old. <laughs> I'm advanced in age. Nigga, <laughs> yes, we're getting I mean, but we're also the you know, recovery we're not, time is not there. Uh yeah. I yeah, I don't know because I don't I don't party like that at all anymore. So I don't even know what my recovery would be like mm-hmm. if I even tried myself like that. Like if I, mean, I tried to go have a night of just full on drinking, running around and then got four hours of sleep afterwards. I don't even know what that's I, like. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know, I don't drink and I still right. struggle. Right? Like if I go out. But you need that coffee. No, that like if I'm going out on a Saturday night, I'm not going anywhere until I drink a Celsius. Right. <laughs> like I need that. Celsius. That's the kickstarter. Yeah. Like after that. All right. I'm good. So first of all. Is there a time in the night where if you don't know if you're going out, like you're definitely not going out after that point in time? Oh, it doesn't even reach that point. Like if I don't know by the evening (laughs) at the latest, like like 6 p.m. Yeah. Like if I didn't get in. Well, let me take that back. 
if I didn't get a nap in, there's no way I'm going out. Right? Like, I'm not <laughs> so even. So we can go ahead and just. Yeah, we, we just can go ahead and 86 that right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. 86 that. Like, yeah. that's not happening. Okay. Uh, but let's say, just like on a Saturday, if I took a nap and I wake up and it's like five, six, and it's like, oh, like, let's do something. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Like, let's step out. Cool. And how long are you staying out? Like, what? Like, At that until, point. I'm, like, when do you start getting, like, cranky? So, I honestly, everything revol- like, for me revolves around, like, my schedule the next day. So typically Sundays for me, like I don't have to get up early for the gym. Usually Sundays are my rest days. So I'm not tripping if I step out and I'm out pretty late. Yeah. Um, but let's say I go out on a Friday, like it's like, all right, I need to be back by like midnight because I want to get up in the morning and I want to hit the gym. Like that's just like I need that's the discipline that I have for my structure beginning the next day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if it's past that, I'm like, all right, like, oh, like I got to go. Like, or maybe we'll drive separate so I can leave when I want to leave. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, drive separate. Don't ever tie yourself down to somebody. Never. I learned that so early. I was (laughs) like, oh, yeah, as soon as I can start driving, like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, y'all be on, y'all do too much. Yeah. Like, so I'll bounce when I feel like it. Yeah. It's the greatest freedom. Nah. Nah. Because it's the worst when you have to be somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah, especially back oh, in the day before Uber. Oh my god, that was like such a like the the things that like the I places did. I would go, right? And sometimes I'm th- I think back, I'm like, why did I go so far, knowing like I had no like way of getting like for sure way of getting back at a decent time? Like I was my whole time was predicated on someone else's time. Yeah, and like just how they're feeling. Yeah. So it's like, yo, let's go. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I, I want to stay out. It's like, there's not much left to do. Like, there's nothing that's going to happen. Let's just go back. Oh, if they go to sleep at their place, <laughs> they're like, yo, like, let me take a nap. You're like, oh. Well, that's the thing. Like, oh, so, right. So, like, no. for a while, like, I would always be DD, right? Yeah. So, like, that was another thing is, like, I'd be ready to go by midnight, 1 a.m., and then. You know, DC's not shutting down till what, like three or something. So like everyone's staying out till three. And then now everyone wants to go eat afterwards. Right. So it's the sun is literally coming up and I'm just getting home. And now my whole day is fucked <laughs> and I don't even drink. Right? <laughs> right. It's like my whole day is fucked now. For sure. Right. Like I'm not getting to the gym till like three or four. And like now I'm just kind of sluggish. And but there's that's people are cool with that. Like if you're if time like if structure throughout your day doesn't bother you, the lack of structure, I should say, then that's cool. You have to have a pretty loose type of lifestyle. Yeah. Like, or yeah. it's just one of your off days. It's just a day you're going to have off yeah. work or something like that. Yeah. I and mean, you've planned it up that way. But it's just to be like, yeah, I'm just waking up and I'm going. But some people fucking do. Yeah. But again, it comes back to the Adderall, the, the cocaine, the whatever the fuck, the, all the coffee that they're taking. And then to do it weekend after weekend after weekend for years at a time. And think about the money you're spending, right? It's a lot of stuff that like, you know, you kind of put yourself behind in, in a lot of ways that you don't necessarily think about. Or like you said, because they're in that moment, they're in that tornado. Mm. They're just, I'm riding this wave. Like it's Bro, fun. Like you don't, yeah, you can't, you can't. Th- that's the thing about a tornado. Like I've been inside of one. I don't really know, but I'm almost certain. <laughs> That's what it feels that like. That like on the inside of one, 
it's really hard to look outside of it. Yeah. Like to see what's on the other side of the fucking gusts. Yeah. And all the other shit in dirt and st- in ground, just earth ripped up from, you know. Yeah. I imagine that when you're, I mean, well, I mean, I don't have to imagine. We've all been swept up in some shit. Yeah. So like when you're swept up in it, dude, that shit doesn't exist. Like the outside of it doesn't exist. It's not an option for you to do that thing. And that's what's so, you know, pernicious about alcohol and in all things that do not lend a hand to mental health. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, is that it's those things that continue the storm. Yeah. So like you can't, you just can't see. I always talk about this excerpt of this book, uh, The Great Expectations by Charles Dickens, because I read it a couple years ago. My little sister gave it to me. And uh, I I read this part in the book where the, the main character was in. He was like rich at this point because mm-hmm. he started he started very, very poor. And he's rich at this point, And he's in this bar just running around this city with all these other rich boys. Yeah. And they just they all have too much money. They don't know what to do with it. And they're just all out just spending money just as you would expect young boys that don't know what the fuck to do with money but have too much of it. Yeah. And they're just drinking and it's just, it's excess, it's hedonistic, it's just like the, the nastiest, most grotesque version of just, you know, unbridled wealth. Yeah. No value to it. No value. It's just vacuous. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. And the, this book, because it's in third person omniscient, which is my favorite in, in like narratives, you they give you a sight into this boy's mind and he's like letting the reader know none of us are happy mm. what's crazy is that we all know we're unhappy mm-hmm. but we stay in this thing to encourage to foster a a delusion that we can all live inside like so, so we all kind of know. Like we're this is kind of some bullshit. Like we're, we're, I'm sad. I'm pretty certain. Like they're sad too. Yeah. Like so, we're just trying to distract ourselves greatly yeah. from the fact that we're sad. But, but we're all. It's like the weirdest thing because we all know we're doing it, but we're all still gonna play the game. Like we're not act like we're, like we're not, and we're yeah. just gonna keep this up so we can encourage each other to stay inside of this delusion. Yeah. Like this is actually just just a great time. And so on on some level, that's just like a huge club scene. Do you think for a lot, for a lot, not everyone, but for a lot of people, they just swept up in in that this is why this is why you're talking to the people that you're talking to. Mm. This is why you even have these these ideas about these people, because these people do exist in their own Twitter and they're saying all these things. And it's like very inflammatory and very it's like it's sensational. Yeah. To hear people with these ideas because it's just like, oh, well, fuck you if you can't do this for me or I'm looking for the excess, the wealth yeah. and all that, all that shit, all that frivolous shit. Yeah. But, you know, that's it, that's a tough, that's a tough one to crack. <laughs> like the, the thing I always wonder or, or question is like, do these individuals ever kind of just take a step back and look at, like you just said, a third person view of what it looks like? As far as like every action that they're taking. No, because that's outside of the tornado. So they're just, that's a, they're, they're just, they're, they're, I'm here. I'm in the moment. I'm not looking any other way. It's tunnel vision. Right. Like I'm, I'm in it. I'm yeah. in the midst of it. Yeah. So all I can experience is this. Like I can't have 
the perspective to look back at what I'm doing and see all these different angles and play around with them and weigh all the pros and cons. Like I can't, like I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to think rationally about it. Yeah. Like you literally have to, that's why, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I think I stopped kind of beating this horse down. I don't speak about people meditating so much. I know I speak about it being a part of my life. Yeah. But the the reason why that's so important to me is because I think it's the key to a lot of things. And I think there are a lot of different ways to meditate, but I think that that overall practice of mindful reinforcement in your life mm. is very, very important. Um, when you don't have that, you just miss out on a lot of shit that's going on around you. Like yeah. you just, you simply can't see it. And when we're talking about emotions, like experts will tell you that when you get angry, like when your emotions rise up in that way, you stop making logical decisions. You that's why you start saying shit that you wish you could take back, and you start doing. Mm -hmm. You wonder later, like, why did I, why did I flip out like that? Why did I do those things? It's because you're like the fucking Hulk. You yeah. have no control over that side of yourself, so you just see red and you just start making decisions unbeknownst to you, really, like yeah. the logical part of you. So what meditation does is it allows you to ground yourself in a way that gives you distance between yourself and who you could be in 10 seconds, mm -hmm. who you could be in 30 seconds, who you could be in a minute. And your vision for that, your sight for that can deepen. Absolutely. Right? Like fucking Tom Brady. Like you can get a real sight for that shit. Yeah. And you can start to see the difference. You can start meditating. And then after some time, sense like, oh, I think I'm about to get upset. Yeah. And then maybe you still get upset and the shit goes badly. But you realized you were about to get upset and that never happened before. You mm -hmm. always just got upset. Yeah. Then maybe you, you're meditating for months, months later. And then you're like, I mean, that feeling's coming up like before I get upset. Like, man, yeah. OK. And you can kind of see it like coming 20 seconds out that you're about to get really upset. And that window just keeps growing and growing. Mm -hmm. And then to a point where you're just like, oh, like, OK, I see that upsetness coming way off in the distance. Like, yeah. I don't I don't need to get there. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. I don't yeah. need to get there. And like so that's kind of what it does. But without that. That's what's going on for most people is mm -hmm. you, they're just. I, I had this theory and I got laughed at for it, because if it's like if you don't understand, then you're you're kind of what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, sorry to say, but that uh, most people are sleepwalking. When I say that, Agreed. I mean that people are they are moving and I know that they're awake. I get that. And I know that they're they're doing things. I understand all that. But. They're sleepwalking in the sense of how much they are missing and that there is, for most of them, not much of that distance between something happening and them reacting. That distance, that window is not a large one that they get to truly sit back and assess and think about how they want to go about that decision that's about to make them the next person mm -hmm. that they're about to be when they make that decision, right? Like, they don't have that time. Like people are too wound up and anxious and, you know, just worried about so many things. You just people just react to shit. Yeah. Like they react. They do not, you know, calculably or uh, well, how should I say that? Uh, calculatively calculative, in a calculative way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> respond to things. Yeah. Calculated in a calculated way. Respond to things like they, they don't do that. It's it's often quick response. Yeah. It's funny that you bring this up um, because 
back when I was in a relationship, that was like what exactly what you're speaking about was kind of like a, um, I guess like a, a gripe that we had, right? It was like whenever there was an issue that came up, it was, all right, the issue gets presented. Um, this person that I'm in a relationship is upset. They're going out all out. And me, my reaction's like quiet, nothing. It's like, well, why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you saying anything? And it's like, it's not that I'm ignoring what you're saying, right? It's taking everything in. I'm assessing why you feel this way, where you're coming from. And then I'm assessing why I feel a, a way about it, right? And then I need to take time to understand, okay, like what's the best course of action for me to take? That takes a lot. Even as an intelligent person as yourself, people have to understand that takes a lot of time. And they don't be knowing. Listen, because listen, I had to talk to her about it because mm-hmm. you're explaining a lot of a lot of shit that has happened between us. And and sometimes I've also been the person to like lose my temper and I've had yeah. to work on that. Right. right. Yeah. And, I, and, and so it's for certain reasons. And so I've had to use that mindfulness to be like, OK, like this is the reason. OK, I can see this coming on. OK, yeah. let me address it differently. Um, that's taken definitely a lot of time. Yeah. But. When someone's just when if you are the person, whoever's listening to my voice, <laughs> if you are the person that rambles on at length yeah. in the relationship about what the issues are or the supposed issues are. You're going to have to understand that from the other person, especially if they are quiet, they're calculated, they're reasonable, they're logical, like they're trying to absorb all this shit that you're throwing. Depend upon how long you're speaking to them. They have a lot to work with. Right. Because we now have to figure out a few things. We have to figure out. How much of what you said is actually even true. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> It's like, fuck, okay, because like you said a lot of shit, but like a lot of it was actually inaccurate or untrue. But like I need to take the stuff that is true and I know that I need to respond to that. I also need to go and think about the stuff that isn't true that you think is true. And I need to figure out a way to respond to that and figure out why you think that this is the case, because that is not my knowledge of what has been. So we differ there. And on top of all of that, the way in which I respond has to be flavored in such a way that does not exacerbate the issue at the moment. You got to speak right? their language. You you have to mm-hmm. going back to that. You you got to yeah. like you have because if you if it comes off any other way, then at that point you're about to not even start having a conversation about the thing you're actually supposed to be it's having a conversation about. Out. Now you're having a conversation about the way that you're having yeah. the conversation. Now you're like, oh, there's levels yeah. to this shit. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it's like one of them fucking like Russian dolls with all the yeah. ants inside of them. It's like, hold on a second. Like once I got one, there's another one that pops out and another one that pops yeah. out. And another, it's like, oh, hold on a second. What the fuck is actually going on? I think it's much better uh, in those situations. My understanding is that there's usually a baseline issue mm-hmm. in that there's a bunch of like little shit going on at the surface. And usually the conversation revolves around all that little shit at the surface. And it's like, nah, like I understand the gripes, but it's really about this thing down here. And unless we're having this conversation, then we really shouldn't be having a conversation because we're having a fake one. Yeah. We're having a faux conversation about what these supposed problems are, but they're not really the problems. The problems are like this much, much deeper thing that we 
are going to have to address. And that would eliminate so many of those supposed problems on the surface. Yeah. I think, I think that's such a important, um, like a, a point an important piece, an important topic to, to discuss when you're in that stage of getting to know someone and you see it actually potentially going somewhere. Because a lot of times you'll get into a relationship with someone and because everything's so nice and fruitful in the beginning and everyone's having fun, you're in this euphoria, like you're, maybe you're avoiding that topic or you're saying, oh, it's not going to happen. We're going to be good. But like, you got to face reality, right? Like you got to take a step back. Like we said, look at it from a third po- a person point of view and say, okay, like I need to address this. There's certain things. It's kind of like before you move in with someone, right? Like there's certain things that we got to understand. Obviously, like there's some stuff I'm going to find out yeah. along the way, yeah. but like there's some things that, you know, I, I'm, I've been around the block. Like I, we need to have these, this, this discussion and don't shy away from it because I, that, like what I've seen just like through friends and just my situations in the past, like that solves so many issues, understanding the way of communication, understanding um, past issues that you had in previous relationships, what got you to that point and how you would have reacted how you should have reacted, that type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Those conversations Sometimes are very it important. Go, it just goes back to the parents a lot of times. It's not yeah. a lot. I mean, they're, they're definitely past experiences like in relationships, but a lot of things come from the parents. Yeah, It's like, what was your relationship like with your parents? You know, did they allow space for you to talk and feel free? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, did they tell you to, to shut up often? Or yeah. like what? Because these things, as we talked about, they'll come up. In, yeah. in other ways, so you're just like, huh? What was what was, yeah. what was going on? I see man? why you. Yeah, like yeah. some people are trying very, very hard to to do something to show themselves in some way, you know, to their to their parents, and it'll that shit will manifest in other aspects of their life for yeah. sure. So, it brings me to a, a question for you. So, are you? Let's say you're at a point, um, you know, with a woman that like you want to take the next step with. Um, do you think it's important to get in a somewhat of an understanding of their previous relationships uh, and be somewhat privy to that or? Yeah, I think that should just come. I mean, again, things are also very different with, for me in conversation with people, but I don't see why that wouldn't come up in conversation unless both of the participants were trying to not bring that up in conversation. Cause I know people that are like strictly like, we're not talking about anything from the past. Oh, and that's that's in the past. Your whatever you had is in the past, and we're just moving on with our with ourselves. And it's like I, I I can respect it and I get it from a certain angle, but it's also a very slippery slope. Yeah, that no, nah, I'm not rocking with that <laughs> because like you're asking me to be a part of your future, which was a part of your past. <laughs> Like, fuck that shit. Like, you, that's crazy. That's a bar. Yeah, that's, fu- that's fucking crazy. Like, you, because that means that if you start tripping out or like for if any reason you start acting unpleasantly, yeah. right, in, yeah. in my eyes, I can't necessarily ask you about that thing then because it may come from something in the past. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what are you going to, it's something from the past. Don't ask me about it. Yeah. yeah. So what we going to do for the future? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like what the well, I don't understand. Like what's the recourse? Like yeah. I don't understand. You said it on the lot on the last uh, pod with Tyler. You're like you got to be with someone that's willing to 
compromise or oh, like cooperate. listen. Yeah. I, <laughs> it, it's you know, I everyone starts from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone listens to a podcast or listens to a song or reads a book or hears a quote or something, and that starts them on their journey to understanding the next bubble that they haven't, you know, they haven't popped, then the next field that they have not discovered yet. And so maybe you never know what people need to hear. So for us, it seems very, very basic. But yes, you want to date someone that is willing to cooperate with you. Cooperate is not something subordinate. It's not subservient. You shouldn't feel bad or less of yourself because you cooperate with other people. <laughs> I'm certain that that's a perspective. They're like, oh, I don't need to cooperate. Like, they yeah, need, yeah. like, no, 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 no. You need to cooperate. Yeah. Like, we all need to fucking cooperate for things to happen. Like, it, ju- it just means that we're operating things together. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, I can't do this alone, Like, or else why the fuck are you here? Right? Like, we need to cooperate. I need to be able to speak to you. And now, again, they're, they're definitely we have to figure out what times to speak, because maybe I'm not like I don't want to speak in the morning. Yeah. Right. Or maybe uh, I need to process all that shit. You've been screaming at me for 30 minutes yeah. right before I respond to you, because I'm not trying to do anything. I'm not trying to have you blow this bitch up. Right. Yeah. Whatever the case is. But if you come to me respectfully and you're trying to get ideas out, I'm going to try to listen and box it up and understand what it is you're saying. And take that on and try to do my best with it. I'm going to try my best to respond appropriately to you. But if you don't have someone that's willing to do that, like you just you come up with an idea and they're just like, nah, like, nah, you stupid. I'm not trying to hear that. Like that's you're you're not. You have to get the fuck out of there because there's no way out. Like there's no there's no upward advancement. There's no room to go anywhere. Because the person's not willing to hear what you have to say. It's different if you're trying to explain to someone and they just don't understand you. Yeah. And they're like, ah, like, I, like I hear what you're saying, but like, it don't make sense to me. Like, I'm not quite getting it. But like, they're trying. But if someone's just telling you they don't want to hear what the fuck you have to say about something, you have to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. You have to. That's a that's a death trap. You yeah, you're gonna find yourself. You'll go crazy. I, you will go crazy. To me, like. What I think about is like that someone like that that couple, right? Did one or both of them get into that relationship or that situation ship <laughs> with like the intention or idea like this is just, you know, this is cool. Um, like I somewhat like this person. Um and like I'm hoping that I don't have to work through things or we don't have to work through things. Um, like I, I kind of wonder at, at what point does one or both individuals say like, I actually have a genuine interest in this person, right? And like I have to understand that in order for this to work, like I'm gonna face things that that are gonna be tough, that are gonna be hard, and like that's kind of like I and I don't know that, that there's an answer for this, but and maybe there is, but for me it's just always like. At what point is it like, do you know you actually want to see yourself or have a future with this person? Yeah. That like it's even worth it to address certain situations. Yeah. You, you have to. I think that comes with a sight as well. I think that comes with knowing people, with learning yourself. Um, it's sort of like 
it, it it's scouting. Yeah. It's scouting. Yeah. Like some scouts are just better than others and they're like, oh, that kid's going places. Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they just fucking know, you know, yeah. like some people are just better than at that than other people. Like if you know what you're looking for, like you're scouting, you're just like, okay, we're not there yet. Yeah. But I see it. Like yeah. I can see this working in the future. I could see us working towards it. Yeah. I could see us like what we have done so far has proven to me that we have what it takes to forge ahead. Mm. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're not there yet. I don't know exactly how, how it'll happen, but from what I've seen, the data I've collected from our various engagements has shown me that we have what it takes to forge ahead. Yeah. Like it's going to be hard. I'm certain of it, but, but I think we can do it. Like, I think we can do it. Like, we'll be caught up. There'll be some nights where we're fucking mad at each other, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, we're going to bounce. We're going to shrug that shit off. We're yeah. going to bounce back. Are, are you someone that um, can have um, a, a lady grow on you over time? Like, maybe after that initial day, you're like, oh, yeah, she was cool. But then you actually go on another day and a third and a fourth day and you're like, well, this person's actually kind of growing on me, even though initially I thought it wasn't going to be it. Yeah. I mean, I think I was dating four women when I was dating her at the time. Yeah. So like, you know, casually. So, yeah. so there were, so clearly I liked her enough to continue to go on dates. But initially. Initially, yeah. I, you know, like I, I met her. Yeah. I liked her. We went out on a date. I was like, okay, this is fun. Like, I liked her a lot. I wrote her. Uh, now, this is something that RJ uh, made fun of me a whole lot about <laughs> because because I get it. I, I get it, and it's, it probably does sound weird. But all these things are just the vibes. Like, it's it makes sense if it makes sense in that very particular thing. But when you tell it to the next person, it may sound really weird. But I I had this piece of hemp paper because I have a hemp diary. And I ripped out a piece of the hemp paper so it looks like old parchment paper that fucking, you know, the Declaration of Independence yeah. was written on some shit like that. Yeah. And I, in pen, I wrote, um, I wrote a quote down mm. that we had said the night prior. Okay. Uh, and it was like a kind of like a cool quote. Uh, and so I wrote that down and put like your admirer in Spanish mm. and put like a rose there and like a, uh, and something else I feel like. But either yeah. way, um, so that's what I did like the following day. Now, still, even at that point, I clearly felt a connection. I felt like it was a good time we had um, and like I was clearly willing to do that thing. But I was still dating women far along after that. Um, but there was there was something there. And as I've had to go back in my mind and think about what it is. Which is very, very difficult because I think, you know, when people just say X factors, like trying to figure out what you feel like that thing was that was different. Um, but I think there was a certain level of honesty in the way that she showed herself. Mm -hmm. um, and it was yeah, definitely honesty. And, and also just that there was the the person i was speaking about that the non sleepwalking person yeah like she hadn't developed that muscle a lot yet at that point in time mm. but she was sort of coming out of that dream lifestyle yeah right and then got on a yoga and changed her diet and lost a bunch of weight and yeah. then started hanging out with me and then all these fucking other ideas and 
intellectuals and philosophers and shit like that that I follow in life then were supplanted in her life. And then she started thinking about things. And then it, it blossomed in a lot of ways. But I saw that there was a deeper potential there. The other women I was dating at the time were fun. They were beautiful. It was a it was a great time. The thing that I really felt like set them apart from her was there wasn't there was there wasn't um I wasn't going to encourage all delusions, right? Because I don't like to do that. I like to try to speak about things as truthfully as possible. And when you touch on certain topics, I'd see a very deep resistance mm. to like to budge on that thing. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, like that was a, yeah. that was a weird place to hit. Yeah. Right. But I didn't really feel that with her. Like she, even if she didn't understand what I was talking about at the time, she'd be like, hmm, like, okay, like, what are you talking about yeah. here? Like she was trying to understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Um, as opposed to say you make a remark about someone's friend. Now that may be tough because for them, it's their friend. So they want to be like, no, they're amazing. But that's all they do is just like they're amazing. So they won't call out anything wrong that their friend has done. Mm -hmm. So you're just having a very simple conversation about something their friend did. And it's like, oh, yeah, they just got out of this relationship. You know, the person's real shitty to them and blah, blah. It's like and you just ask a question as to like what that person was doing in the relationship or something like that. Oh, my, my friends are fucking saint. They're amazing. It's the other person that was the problem. And like when you get that sort of energy, you're like, oh, you're not even yeah. willing to see that your friend's a whole human yeah, being just, yeah. and they could have done some things wrong. So when you start to touch on small details like that in conversation and people like just very, just have a quick resistance to budging their perspective on it, you're just like, okay. Yeah. So I can have fun with those people. Like I can, we can have, a, we can have a summer thing, but I'm not going to be able to date someone like Correct. that. Like yeah, there's, there's, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, you can pause right here. I gotta hit the restroom. Bathroom break. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah, you told me about that. So I dropped somebody off here literally last week. I just saw like the the type of people that were walking in and out. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine like the difficulties in customer service you gotta deal with. Oh, it's it's absolutely it's a different world. It's absolutely insane. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's all ridiculous. It's all a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Like for the most part, I always wonder like why, um, like, why do people continue? And this is like even in the workforce, right? Like, at what point do you gotta understand that being a dickhead ain't gonna get you nowhere? Like, it's so much easier just to be someone that's nice, a good leader, someone that's gonna look out for your employee. Or the people that work for you than it is to be just a dickhead. Is it is it easy though? I think the road sometimes to just to to not being that person might be very difficult for people. You know, some people have a lot of things down, but that part of life, like they just don't and it hinders them in huge, huge ways. Mm -hmm. And if like they could wrestle it, if they could figure it out, they could wrestle it down. Like a lot would change for them. But I think in knowing how to be assertive 
but not necessarily aggressive and like truthful, but like you're not just telling everyone's business, right? Um, you want to not micromanage and be like naggy, but you want to be able to stand your ground and let people know like what's what and what needs to be done. Yeah, like it, I think that it takes it takes a lot for people to be good workers. Yeah, yeah, man, it's tough because so many people. You know what a, a huge issue it really is. Because you can't really have like the real, real discussion of work. The real, real discussion of work is people, a lot of people are going to be put the fuck out of work by automation, mm -hmm. right? That's one thing. And another thing is a lot of the reason why that's going to happen is because people are just unreliable, not only just in their nature with how they structure their lives or do not structure their lives. But just unreliable in the fact that they're just they're, we're meat bags, right? Mm -hmm. Like so, automation is going to take that over for us. Um, now, on the first point of people just being unreliable uh, in their in their paths in life, health, huge thing. But people, you you can't in a leadership position tell people, "Hey, I need you guys to go home. I need you to get a good meal in." I, I need the meal to look something like approximating this. Yeah. I need you to guys to go try to find 30, 40 minutes. You can go on a run or hit the gym or something like that. I need you guys to stretch tonight. I need you guys to hydrate. Like you can't, you, this, these are not the things that your boss is telling you, although they're extremely necessary for you to be a good worker amongst a bunch of other things. So it's, it's difficult for people to be good workers because they're not, they're not looking at things from that standpoint. So people call out of work because they're sick again or their ankle hurts or whatever tragedies are happening in life or whatever, uh, you know, mindless activities have gotten them into something. They, they hit something on, on the way and now I can't come into work or what or they're just been. There's so many different fucking excuses for people not showing up to work or once they get to work being an asshole or doing a bad job at their job. Like there's so many different ways in which that comes up. I think it takes a lot for someone to be a good worker. Yeah. Like someone that doesn't complain that is, is good in a sense that like they can learn. They don't need you to hold their hand often. Like they don't give you issues. They, they do things roughly by protocol. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best managers, managers that I've had are the ones that actually have done those things. Right. Like I remember, um, there was one, like there was a couple years ago, it was like super cold into like April or whatever. And it was like one warm day that we had. And, um, he was just like, you know, like if you guys can just like log off for like an hour or so, just like go do something outside. We can like, this will get done later and it's like those managers are the ones that always like resonate with me mm -hmm. those are the ones that i'm like willing to like whatever i got to do um you know to even if it's to make them look good like i'll do right it's because like i know they're like thoughtful like at the end of the day i'm not like you said like i'm not just a a machine here right like there's a human element to this and that's the most important piece that i think a lot of especially management or people that get in, get into management, they do it more so for like the title and 
the sense of authority, mm-hmm. but they don't understand the responsibility that comes with it. So I, I definitely used to think that, and I still do to a large degree. I mean, I know that that's a lot of people that do that, but I like to look at this sort of like teachers. I don't think that teachers got into teaching so that they could be authoritative and like teach the the new generation in that way. Like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to mold these little motherfuckers into what mm-hmm. I want. I think that they wanted to help like initially at least. And then at some point in time got burnt the fuck out by all these kids that just like were shitting on their lesson plans. Just think of teachers just coming up with lessons plans. Like, oh man, like this one is really <laughs> going to hit them. I'm going to really get the information to them. Like I'm going to help these kids grow. And then like the years drag on and kids are throwing fucking paper at the back of your head when you're at the chalkboard and they're on their phones now. They're talking, taking Snapchats or creating TikTok dances in the back and shit. There's a bunch of stuff going on. You're just like, man, man, fuck you little niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to do the right thing, but a lot of times they don't help you do that. Right. But you're in that position of being a leader where you have to say, they don't even know like what they're doing right now. Like they don't even know how disrespectful they're being. Like all the work that this leader does put in. Now, again, like I said, all leaders are not putting in mad work and making sure that everyone is taken care of beneath them. But the people that are, sometimes still those employees are not all like you that are looking at them like, damn, I want to impress them or I want to just, I, I want to make them look good. I want to work for them because mm-hmm. they're a solid person. Some people, they don't have the sight to know that that's a solid person. Yeah. One, like they, they, they wouldn't know a solid person, you know, so they're going to treat you like you're however. And so when, when you get treated however, when you're doing services for someone, when you're helping, when you're putting them in a position to make money happily, like that's what's on your mind. That's what your job is to try to make sure that you can facilitate a space where they can make money, they can come to work, make money, and not dread having to fucking come here. Right. So you put your mind towards that, and then they go do some fuck shit that you feel like is disrespectful, has undermined you in some way, or completely neglected your your efforts. Mm -hmm. You know, and like that shit happens. Yeah. Clearly, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> this shit happens, you know what I mean? And, and in those moments, you you kind of back down and you're like, fuck, that kind of hurt. Because every time a human hurts you, you go into you go into like a, a mode where you have to stand back and just like, okay, so fuck people. Yeah. Because that's crazy that people move like that. However, they wronged you. It's crazy people move like that. Wow, really? Like I was a good person to them too. Like so, I, you can just get hit being a good person for real. Right. And the answer is yes, yes, yeah. you can get hit being a good person. And then some. And we usually harden ourselves, and that's when people on the super extreme or on Twitter or whatever just being like, "Man, fuck y'all niggas! I ain't never <laughs> fucking with y'all again." It's just like, okay, sure, right. But some time passes, and you're like. You, you get more around people. And again, because most of the interactions you're having with people are actually pleasant. Like yeah. Everyone's not walking up to you, treating you like shit. Then you slowly start to let yourself open again and you find yourself having more fun around people again. And then, you know, at some point in time, it's just going to happen again. Yeah. And again, at some point in time, and you just have to roll with the punches and understand every now and again, somebody's just going to do something so unnecessarily toxic. Mm-hmm. 
and you're going to be impacted by it. Yeah. 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 I, I think that that happens a lot of the times for managers as well as teachers. Like, it's just, it's hard to like keep reminding yourself why you're doing it. Like they don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they have no idea what I've put in. That'll always be the case. Yeah. How many mothers feel like their kids do not respect them on the level that they fucking should. Right. You know, like you have no idea what I did for you. You yeah. have no idea the yeah. nights that I stayed up wiping your fucking ass, like you fucking throwing up in my mouth like me. You have no idea all the money I spent for you to go to those camps, to see these sites, to get these opportunities, these experiences. You have no fucking idea the fights that I went through with your father to make shit happen because we weren't quite sure how we were raising you together and if we were on the right path or whatever and you're over here doing this fuck shit, talking to me like bitch yeah you know what i mean like that's how you feel because you you know when you give a lot and then someone just shits on it it's it's tough isn't it like you just mentioned like isn't it crazy um maybe it's not crazy but like to me it's just kind of always like mind-boggling that as a parent right not that i know obviously but like if like you're learning how to be a parent on a daily basis. Yeah. And sometimes like now that I'm older too, like I think back to certain situations, right? Like maybe if I was in trouble or whatever, whatever it was, like my parents were involved. It's like, all right, maybe that wasn't the best way to go about it, but I can't blame them for that or can't be mad at them for that because it's their first time in this shit too. Right. Like, especially if you're the oldest, right? Like it's their first time around. Um, learning from it so it's like it's it's an interesting like crash course right like you have the kid doing something that's you know that they shouldn't be doing and like they have now they're learning that this is something that i shouldn't be doing right like it's Mm. like i'm learning that this is a bad thing and i shouldn't be doing this and then you have the parent like learning how to discipline them and what's like the best course of action to discipline them so it's like so much learning happening on both ends yeah and when you're raising a kid like these are very pivotal moments, you know, that are ultimately going to shape this human and like, and, and shaping the way in which they're going to relate to you. Yeah. The way in which they're going to feel or you're not feel comfortable speaking to you about things. Like every reaction you have, like every one of those moments matters because they're remembering that shit. You and I were just talking about like our fathers and, like they weren't, I mean, my dad was a little angry every now and again, but yeah. I was also making him angry, <laughs> but just feeling like there's a guy here. Yeah. He definitely sleeps here. Yeah. Like he definitely provides for this place. Yeah. But like, who is this? Who are like, <laughs> that ass though. Like, like, I don't know you for, I don't know what you like. like I, I don't, yeah. we, our discussions are very minimal. Yeah. They're more like orders. Like, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> Like make sure you get these things done today yeah, or whatever. Make sure you the case. pick the weeds out. Yeah, out like don't yard. don't give your grandma a hard time. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. And yeah. then you're out. Yeah, it was very interesting. I yeah, I didn't didn't know him. Yeah. No, I like, up. and but even to this day, like I'll catch myself, like whatever like story or whatever conversation I'm having I'm having with my mom, like it's definitely not a conversation I'm having with my dad. Mm. Right. And like I had to um, you know, like grow to like learn how to speak to him. Um, and just get to know him, but it's like, it's not to his fault. Like he was busy, like trying to, you know, give us a living, a decent living, right? Like putting, putting food on the table, that type of thing. So it's like, 
they be, I could see how it also becomes an issue for um, kids having to go through that, right? And then, like, now it's like, well, it also feels like I don't have a father, right? And then that could, can just spiral into all other sorts of it's, issues. It's very, very I look, I'm certain it's a very, very tough endeavor. It's a huge undertaking uh, to have children. And I know that my, you know, my own father is expressed because he was working a ton. He's yeah. like, man, like now I think when I look back and I have all this time, like, should I have been around more? Yeah. You know, I was trying to give you guys everything. Like, right. I was trying to fucking work and provide. So, exactly. you know, should I have hung around and we've been just a little more poor, like a little poorer? Yeah. You know, just didn't have an, uh, as much or didn't do as much. But I was there more. Yeah. And, you know, that's always the thing. I feel like get, trying to get that balance can be can be tricky. Yeah. No, it's hard like that. That's, that's, that's why just having the money helps. Because if you just got the money, like you don't have to. Yeah. Now, but now, then if here's you got the thing. The, now, if you got the money and you living on a certain level and you have to sustain that level of living, so you still working just as hard as when you d- had half of that money, I would feel like you're hustling backwards. Yeah, but you are because, well, if you have the money, right? Now it's like, oh, I can put them in all these things or I can just like pay a daycare. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And you just take that route. Yeah. yeah. So now you're taking that route, but then you're also taking the route of having someone else kind of raise your kid in a way. And then after school, they have whatever type of practice. So like technically, like you're still providing. Right. But you're still not around because mm-hmm. now you're just like a chauffeur and you're still a guy that just kind of sleeps at the house or a parent that sleeps at the house. So it's. It's hard. Like it, the. I don't like parenting is rough. Like it's a cliche. It's like, Oh, parenting is is hard. Like it's not easy, but it's like when you really, I think, I think everything for me, for some, it just comes back to mindfulness. I don't think that there's anything that mindfulness does not encompass. Yeah. Right. You can be mindful about anything. I think that you have to be locked the fuck in. Like you have to be looking at that child, ready to raise that child. Mm -hmm. Like, like you just you have to be there with it like yeah. learning from it learning his personality like you have to be you can't like half ass that yeah i think it's very, yeah like it's very very vital yeah. because what have you ever been fired from a job for for like performance like your performance was so bad that they had to fire you no like your numbers don't add up or like you're just not doing your job well we have to let you go because you're so bad at your job <laughs> i think I think maybe at, back when I worked that finish line. <laughs> what were you doing? You, you, your sales wasn't up? Like, <laughs> no, it was like during the holiday. No, actually, I, I enough remember this. Now that I'm thinking back to this, no, like, <laughs> it wasn't sales-based, but it was more so I gave someone two different sizes, <laughs> right? How did like, you, you manage that? I don't know. Sometimes the shoe used to get mixed up, right? Oh, okay. So it's like a nine and a half and like a ten and a half. And like you're supposed to check, right? Like I remember like you're supposed to open up the box and like you're supposed to check the in- inside. The Even they'll do it at the register as like a double check. But whoever was supposed to, who was supposed to be my double check didn't double check. They fired you off of that though? I, you must uh, well, have done well, no, I also thing. called out a couple of times. Okay. So this was, all right, disclaimer, this was in high school. So I okay. had the job at the movies, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So like I was calling out a bunch of times there. So I was like, all right, like. The the one day you come in, you also fuck up. So well, the, like- the, yeah, that, yeah. Let's definitely get you to fuck out of here. Uh, you waste the payroll. But the the point is, is that it's been very interesting for me when people do get fired from that because I'm thinking, oh, okay, yeah, you really shouldn't be doing that job. 
Because for you to be there and I've stayed there and you've gone through training and what whatever the case is at that particular job and you're not picking it up. Yeah. Like to just a standard level. Now you don't have to be a superstar. You don't have to be employee of the month, but like you're so bad that they have to get you out of the company. Mm-hmm. Like you're that much of a hindrance on the operation of the company. Like we got to get you out. Like you're hurting us. Yeah. You really have no aptitude for that thing mm-hmm. then, because it's very difficult for me to imagine doing something day in day out focusing on it as i'm doing it and not getting better at it yeah like that's wild i don't have the time to pick up fucking tennis right now but if i did if i had no work no job i had to go to and you just told me i needed to sit out there on that tennis court for eight hours a day i'm going to get far better at where my current level of tennis playing is yeah in like the next three weeks next month yeah I'm going to be, I mean, so, I mean, eight hours a day, put in 40 hours a week. Yeah. I'm going to be so much better. Yeah. When you're a parent, yes, I'm certain it's hard. I'm certain there are many things that are hard, but I would, I have to believe that this is one of those cliche things and it's cliche for, for great reason. When you put your mind to something, like when people say that, like, what are they talking about? Like, you got to put your mind to it. Like, oh, it's one of those things. Like, oh, it sounds nice, coach. Okay, I'll, yeah. I guess I'll, what's he talking about? Shit, put yeah. your mind to it. Like, I don't yeah. know, man. Just, I guess, just think about it. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> dude, I don't, what am I thinking about, think dude? About I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, I don't fucking know what to think about. Yeah. You, you have to bring into focus that thing you're thinking about. Yeah. Like, as we were talking about the lens before and like bringing the, mm-hmm. the picture into focus. You have to be able to see the fine details of like what that thing is. Yeah. If you, if you don't, it's like you're not you're not going to be making the decisions to like get to that place. Like it's going to be skewed. Yeah. So you're going to be making like miscalculations like during your journey. Yeah. If you pay heavy attention to the person in front of you and it's a small child that can't do shit without you and you just pay attention, like, okay, it's crying right now. Like, okay, I got to do this and you do that and you're going to suck day one, suck day two, suck day three, and you're going to keep going. But you, but you suck at age eight. (laughs) Like you're, you're like your son, like you're sucking eight years into the game. That's a you problem. There's something else going on. I'm yeah. never, I'm not, I will never suck at anything for eight years yeah. if I do it every day. Yeah. Mindfully. I, I will never suck at anything. But yeah. you suck as a parent at age 15, you ate 15 years in the game, 20 years in the game, you suck still. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's crazy to me to do something and not get better at it. Yeah is crazy i don't need i can't understand that like you have to you that's what i'm saying you have to be sleeping yeah like you have to be just going like doing the things but you're not there for them like you're not really picking up the necessary like muscle memory you're not picking like you for some reason you're not you're not absorbing the data from doing the thing every day yeah there would be times i would play guitar for like hours and hours and hours a day. And there would be a certain split, like a certain formation or chord I was trying to play. And I just, no matter how many fucking times I tried to run through it that day, I was like, I just can't, my fingers won't do it. 
And it would just frustrate me. Like my fingers will not do the thing it's supposed to do. And I go to sleep, eight hours of sleep, wake up, pick up the fucking guitar because that's how I am. And I'm like, I'm going straight back into this shit. And my fingers would immediately do the thing that I was trying to do the day before. Mm. It seamless and just start moving. And I would be amazed at like what took place with all the hours of dedication. I just sat there and kept running fucking through it. And then getting a good night's sleep and locking in all that memory and waking up and doing it. And just my fingers just did it like they had been doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it's crazy how that works. Well, because like, you had commitment, a, a commitment to it. You, so, what, so what we're saying. I mean, I would hope you have you, a commitment. <laughs> dude, that's, <laughs> what, that's what we're saying is that there's levels to the shit. Yeah. There's levels to commitment. Yeah. Not, it's, it's actually like it's upsetting to see how many bad parents there are. Where they, they think that they're committed to their kid, but it's like, you really aren't if we, if we really sit here and break it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a balance as well, too, because you also want to you also want to live a life outside of your children. And when you have a commitment towards something. And I've definitely felt this, especially if you feel like an obsession towards something you really love and you're putting a lot of effort into. Like I can easily like sink into that thing and just do that fucking thing a lot. But then you're missing other things as well. Yeah. So you you don't I'm certain some people don't want to like dip into I'm just a mom now or I'm just a dad. And like I only have dad vision Mm. for how many years do you feel comfortable you know, doing that before, you know, there's a certain age I'm certain where you feel like, okay, I don't have to be on them so much. Like they, they're pretty much kind of self-sustainable. They're 12, 13 years old. Like they can run around kind of yeah. do their own thing now. Yeah. But you know, are, are, are you comfortable having that level of commitment saying, okay, for the next 10 years, I'm going to just be a dad. Yeah. Like all this other shit that I do, all these wild extracurriculars now and again, but I'm just focused on building a model citizen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It seems like a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. It seems like, you know, like it's it's worthy. I get it. Do you, do you see yourself having kids anytime soon? No. No. Does that make you feel like you're uh you have an uphill battle that or you know? It's a hill that we don't want to climb. Oh, no. I think that it, I know because if I did it, I would do it mindfully. Mm-hmm. And I could I could imagine a small baby. I could imagine the, the sort of effort that I would put into the development of this child. Yeah, because I because I know I know what it takes. I know how important things are like speaking to the child, playing with the child spurring creativity and imagination and also at the same time not allowing them to grow old and just start believing in bullshit right to have creativity i've been well my parents method of raising my uh, brother and i have been questioned and that is not allowing us to believe in santa claus and little elves and bunny rabbits to carry on chocolate and did nothing and People will say, well, damn, like they sure did like shut down your creativity, like your imagination. 
Mm. It's like, hmm, like that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it, because I think you can very easily. I mean, our house was always full of art and music and wild conversations and stuff like that. So there was plenty of sparking of creativity and imagination, especially when my dad told us all the time, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do if you put your mind to it. Yeah. But there's also this understanding of there's a lot of bullshit in this world and you're going to have to get out there and sort of try to decipher between what you want to subscribe to and what people are trying to push on you and what weight those things hold, like what's bullshit, what's not and why, Yeah, you know? So you need to understand that there is no white man that comes down a chimney that we don't even have <laughs> to come give you gifts. Yeah. I work very hard watch me take you to Toys R Us and get you these fucking toys. And that's exactly what he did. He took us to Toys R Us and he said, go get the toys that you want. <laughs> so I knew. It was like, oh shit, that's my dad. He went yeah, and got them shit. got it. Tooth Fairy, I took that fucking tooth out, laid it underneath my pillow, woke up the next morning, put the pillow up, tooth was still right there. Mm. Damn, ain't no Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Right? Like, I knew these things growing up, so I questioned things growing up. Like So when people would just wholeheartedly say something or believe in something and say, Oh yeah, like this is definitely the case. It'd be like, how, how do you know? Like really? How do you? Yeah. Like it, you question things. Like, like why do you think that? Mm -hmm. Um. So that's some of that critical thinking piece that we we're talking about. That's missing a lot of the times. Is just do you? So do you see yourself when it comes to raising your kids? Do you see yourself applying those same concepts? Yeah, but I think it would be effortless though. But yeah. but for me, because mm -hmm. I'm an active player in life. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm an active player. So. Mm -hmm. It would be a human being around me. We have so many episodes to see what being a human being around me is like. Yeah. It, like <laughs> this shit is on or off camera. Like it's just like, so if there's a child here, it's like this child is about to be a child of mine. Yeah. Like they're going to have to be in the house with Earl. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know what that's going to be like. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you're going to be having, we're going to be having conversations yeah. about things. We're going to be talking about how we feel about stuff and how we're perceiving the world and what's making you feel this way and why and bouncing that off of different ideas and different perspectives. And yeah, it's going to be a fucking madhouse. Yeah. If that were the case. Now I just explained this to someone else. The only reason I can't see myself doing it is because as I, I would do it knowing that it's strictly a selfish um, and some selflessness somewhere in there, but mostly a selfish emotional you know, bolstering that mm -hmm. I'm that I'm really looking for, because logically speaking, unless you do believe that we're running out of human beings or that there is some scare that in the future there will not be enough human beings because people are having less children in mass or something like that. I think I heard something about that going on somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not. But if you believe in that, then you would say, oh, well, we all have an obligation to have more children because we're team human and you want humans to continue on um, if you care about that. If you don't really believe in that, you don't really think that there's an issue with population, then you're really doing it because babies are cute or because you because it's what's expected of you from someone else. Right. That either it's your you know religious community or it's your parents or whatever, your friends, whatever, that feel like, oh, when are you going to have kids or when are you going to get married? Like you're, yeah. you're doing the whole thing. Um. Or you truly believe that just giving a life is the ultimate gift, mm. you know, and like that's what it is. But I've seen gift giving go wrong and people are like, I hate this gift that you gave yeah. me. Why did you give me this gift? 
Except when you're at someone's birthday party, it's much easier for them to just throw that gift away or gift it to someone else. But if I give you the gift of life, throwing it away is suicide. Right. And you can't give it away to anyone else. Yeah. Right. Unless you're just a slave now. So both of those are not good options. Right. That's not why hopefully any of us are bringing someone into the world. So. I'm not doing it thinking oh, I'm giving the most beautiful gift that could be. Right. I'm not doing it for that. Um, I'm not doing it because I think it may make me a version of myself, a more enlightened vulnerable, beautiful, wiser version of myself that would never exist if I didn't have the child, because that's still, to me, it feels just too selfish, mm-hmm. too selfish. Um, So I can become the next version of myself. Like I have to bring you into this world. And I right. just feel like a life is so valuable like it's such a big deal that i just shouldn't uh, do it on a whim like that because i want to do you know be the next version of me yeah so like every way i try to look at it logically it doesn't make any sense for me to do it and emotionally i don't feel that urge to for my seed to carry on on this planet um and for someone to I don't know, because some people live vicariously through their kids. Like, you got to right the wrong. You got to right my wrongs. You got to, you know, do the things that I did. I don't have none of that shit. So it's like, I think a lot of the reasons why someone would have the desire to have children, I I don't feel them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't feel them. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I think, like, I, I definitely, I've gone through phases like that. But I've also gone through phases of, like, I would really be open to the idea of adopting. Yeah, I've thought about that. Yeah. Like, I think that's such a cool... I've thought about that. Like, great, feel good. Like, just it covers... It checks off so many boxes. (laughs) Right? Like... You got a lot of good human points that day? (laughs) (laughs) At least I tell myself that. A lot of good karma that day? Yeah. Yeah, no, like... Idea of... Idea of kids. Like, and maybe... Like for me, and in a sense, like it also feels like I've raised a kid already with my oh, brother, right. right? Because there's a 15, 16 year difference between us. So like I was up during high school, you know, my sophomore, freshman year, like putting him to sleep up in the middle of the night, mm. you know, helping out and then having to get up early in the next morning and go to class. Right. And then like I'm paying for his camps, I'm taking him to the barbershop, that type of thing. So like in a sense, like it feels like, I raised a kid. So I I have a sense of what it feels like. So like, you know, there's days where I'm like, man, like I can't wait for that. Like I have one of my boys, his, his son is like a year old now. And like, I, when I leave, I generally crave like to go back. Oh man. Cause they're so So cute. You have that that sort of relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not like I look forward. Like last week we went out to brunch um, and he brought him and like, and I had like, I wasn't even in the conversations they were like, we were all having, like I was just like hanging out with him because it was so much fun to me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also fun in that moment because like I can just give him back. (laughs) Right. Always. Yeah. Like you got to be honest with yourself at the same time. Like, (laughs) yeah, like it's kind of like when you're in a relationship with someone that you don't live with, like, all right, cool. Like 
you know, if you don't feel like hanging out today, like I don't got to see you. Not only that, but only just the, the <laughs> goggles of seeing someone and being like, damn, like they're sexy. Like, yeah. And, and people feeling like what I would give to be with them. But right. yet they are annoying the fuck yeah, out of someone. Yeah, you have no idea. No idea. <laughs> they're annoying the fuck out of someone that day. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I do. Okay. So I do want to ask you this, this general question. I, I feel like I should just start asking people this question more often. Mm. In a general sense, in your life now, looking back in the past, where you are now, where your future is, aspirations, potential, health, everything overall, where are you at? How do you feel about it? Spir- um, spiritually, I mean, every overall, how do you feel like you're, you're floating through? I'm in a um incomplete slash um unsure phase. Mm-hmm. And um I say that because so like I feel like well, I feel like the the unsure part is always gonna be part of me and a part of maybe probably any human, honestly, because you have aspirations, you have goals. Um, but you never know how things are just going to turn out. But the reason I say that is because, so like going back to like early college days, right? Like my goal was to work in sports, right? And knowing that that's what I wanted to do, I knew the path to get there was like, right? Like you got to do internships, you got to connect with the right people, network with the right people. And um, it's a lot of groundwork you have to do. It's not easy. Um, and also doesn't pay, right? That's like the biggest thing. It doesn't pay. Like a lot of time you're dedicating is completely free. And <clears throat> I wasn't in a position where I could do that. So I kind of had to like just finish school as quickly as I could and like get to working because I had to help out at home. So like I never got, and I kinda, at some point, like I kind of just put it behind me. I was like, yeah, like it's just, working within sports is not going to happen right so then a few years back i started coaching as like as a sense of like to kind of help fill this void right but then it's like nah, that kind of only makes me want it more um so then it's like now like 10 years later fast forward when you know since i've been out of school and it's like damn like i really haven't gotten to a point where like like it's always what if it's a constant what if and what ifs always bother me right there's no closure in that sense so personally like i really i would say for the past like couple years now i've I've sat back and i'm like all right like i'm not in a relationship right that anything that has to tie me down right like yes it's there's a probably a one percent chance that this actually works but i just need that closure in a sense to say like i actually gave it a shot so like for the past year and a half or so, like that's all I've been doing is like trying to network with people. Um, and it's like the the, co- the topic always comes up. It's like, well, like you've progressed pretty well in your career. Like you, you have government experience, you're in consulting. Like that's weird that you want to get into sports. Like, mm-hmm. right. So it's like having to explain that to somebody and actually see if, you know, they can lend you in a hand and to get somewhere is like, it's a hard and it's like a kind of like just in my nature, it's not something I like to do. Yeah. Right. Like I don't want to be that guy. I don't like handouts and that's not what I'm asking for, but it's like one of those things where like in a way you have to play the game. It's a fine line. 
Right. Yeah. So it's like, I told myself, look, like for this next year or two, like just keep pushing for it. And, you know, if there is an opportunity that presents itself, like, like honestly, I've been, a, there's job opportunities that I've like been applying for that are in China. <laughs> okay. Like within, within basketball. And I've applied for those. Right. It's because it's like, why the fuck not? Like, I, yes, I couldn't do when I was 21, 22, but also what's, yeah, I'm 30 going on 31 now, but what's holding me down from, or holding me back from doing that. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, I'm unsure where it goes. Cause I like, am I good at what I do now? Yes. Do I enjoy it? I mean, it's cool. Right. But it's like 10 years from now, like, is this what I really see myself doing? Mm. Right. Or is it kind of just one of those things where I'm going to be sleepwalking again, right? Just going through the motions. That's not fun. That's not what I want life to be. But, you know, sometimes it is a reality, right? And it's a responsibility that I have to bear if I have to provide for myself and my family. So, um, yeah, that's, that, that's kind of where it's at right now. It's just kind of like, we'll see where it goes. I'm going to do everything in my part. And at least, like, I'll provide myself my own closure that's saying, like, I gave it a shot. Mm. Yeah. Um, what did J. Cole say on that? Heaven's EP. Uh, J. Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From this day forward, I move with a new veracity. Ferrari coupe velocity, a fail-proof philosophy. Success is in the effort. So if a nigga tried as hard as I'm at peace, knowing God ain't dealing in his group of cards for me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. Give us a bar. Yeah, that's it. Like if, you know, but I, but I got to try. Like yeah, I, I, I gotta try because you, like you're saying, it it takes a certain something to happen to switch that on. Where yeah. you look around and you're like, well, well, I am going to die. Like yeah. at some point, I'm gonna be out of here. Yeah, we're so halfway like, through our lives. Like, if you think do about I it, really right? want to go through and then be like, oh, I didn't try yeah. to do what I wanted yeah. to do. Like I was too scared to yeah. do. Like what? Like because when I get down to it, when I'm an old man and I got to look back and think about what I didn't do, exactly. I'm going to look back and be like, I was scared. Yeah. Like when I look back at my whole life, the I can say whatever I want and, you know, sugarcoat it. But when you get down to it, it's like I was scared. Yeah. I was scared of just trying yeah. to do something that like I felt like I wanted to do with my life and, yeah. and therefore I didn't do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't want to look back like that. Like, it's crazy. Like, why not try? Because you definitely ain't going to fucking do it if you don't try. Exactly. The only people that do it are the people that did it. Mm -hmm. That was like, yeah, no, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go try this out. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Those are the difference between the people that do the thing and the people that don't. Absolutely. It's it's, it's kind of crazy. But I, I definitely implore that people that people that that can do it like you're saying that have the resources that have whatever resource it is it is you need whether they be like tangible ones or intangible we're just talking about you know the mental faculties to try to pull it off whatever yeah if you have what it takes i would definitely say go for it because to not my friend said that to me as i was having a conversation with her about this subject recently I think I said something like, yeah, you know, going for it, like podcasting, long shot, you know, yeah. got to do it, though. Got to do it, yeah. And she's like, but why is it the long shot, though? She's like, the long shot seems like doing some shit that you don't really want to do the rest of your life. Like, that would be the long shot for me. Like, 
committing to that. Hmm. Like that's a long shot. Like how the fuck do you make it through life like that? That's a long shot for me. She's yeah. like, nah, doing the other thing, that's easy. Like that's the that should be the easy choice. Oh, yeah. I gotta do this. I gotta at least try. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, you could. because how good could you get at it? Mm-hmm. Like if you kept doing it, it, it's sort of like the the workout theory. How many times have you been with someone and just like, you know, telling you that they were going to start working out like, oh, I'm going to start working out, you know, 2023 new me. I'm going to start yeah. working out, whatever the fuck. And then they don't and six months pass or a year pass and they're complaining that they didn't. It's like, yo, had you been working out this whole time, you'd be a completely different human. Yeah. Like if you had just started when you said you were going to, you you'd have a year's worth of experience, mm-hmm. but you didn't. So yeah. now you can start today, or you can also not start and wait another year. Right. But if you want to do something, you should start right now. Yeah. Shouldn't wait for the next holiday. Shouldn't wait for no candles to be blown out nowhere. You don't you don't need no fireworks right now. Yeah. You should start right now. So that you can start getting your experience, start getting your reps in, mm-hmm. so to speak, for whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Yeah. It, because that's going to matter. Absolutely. That's just going to matter. Yeah. I mean, the, the like the biggest thing people shy away from is like, it's just, it's a territory you're not familiar with. Mm. And you don't want to tap in and possibly knowing like you're going to fail. It's like kind of when I'm working with the kids at the, at, at the school. It's like there's certain basketball moves or like they don't want to use their left hand, right? And they're fighting like, no, no, I can go right. But it's like, I, I need you to learn how to use your left hand. Like it's uncomfortable. You're, you know you're going to be bad at it initially, but you have to face it mm-hmm. if you want to get better. And it's like, like you said, months pass by and it's like, imagine if you would have just given that, that skill three, three days a week, 45 minutes a day. Right like how much you would progress. But if you're not doing that, then like. Then you're not doing it. You're not going, yeah. You, we're never just going to find out like how good you could have been at it. Yeah. Uh, it, and so what you were saying is like, you don't, you were pretty much stating you don't want to be delusional. Like you want to make sure that you actually have an aptitude for it, which is always the saddest thing when I did used to watch American Idol and like people would go up there and be the worst singer ever <laughs> in the world. But like their whole town and their church said that they had a fucking voice like Jesus, whatever. Yeah. And then they get up on American Idol and embarrass themselves. Yeah. That counsel again comes in handy. <laughs> like having people around you that, that, that know you, yeah, but, and they're not haters, but they are objective and they, they can speak to you and be like, yeah, I could definitely see you like this makes sense for you. Like, this makes sense for you to do this. You got to learn. Yeah. You got to learn how to do this thing. But like, yeah, that definitely fits you. You should do that. Like, you, if you, you should be hearing that around the people you're talking to about the things that you want to do. Yeah. Like, damn, like, yeah, that is going to be a lot of work. But like, that's definitely for you. Right. That's something that you should be hearing from people that actually know you very well. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, definitely trying to remain a self auditor in that sense, because you definitely want to also be like, are they just telling me that because they want to be nice? Like, mm-hmm. or like, I need to hear more detail on why you think that's for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what, what is it exactly? Cause you, you gotta, you gotta know because the people that keep doing something, but like they're not getting better and they're not seeing the success from it. And it just, 
year after year after year and they're just there's just no progression that's a that's a tough pill unless they're just having fun doing the thing yeah but, but for the people that are really trying to like make something out of it that's tough yeah that's tough man. i mean i see a lot of um, of course you do. Rappers. Of, of course. Yeah, right. Of course. Like, let it, it just, go. It just does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, all right, like you said, if it's if they're just having fun with it. Yeah, like if it's go. fun, keep doing it. Keep making it. But you like always make music. But, yeah. But if you're really trying to just make something out of it, it's just it's not a, it's not happening. Yeah. Like <laughs> we just gotta reassess like what's like what's going on. Yeah. You know, you gotta go back to the drawing board. I yeah. mean, it's hard for people to do that. Yeah. I mean but you also have to not be a. I was saying this to her the other day too. I imagine that those people are not. They're not good um, students of the game. Like, how are you not watching people that are better than you, watching how they do it? And you're like, oh, okay, and you're picking things up. Like, how are you? How are you not getting better? That doesn't make. It's so hard for me. Like you, you. Well, no, I, I've already explained this. You're clearly just not there. Like you're going through the motions. Because if I'm watching someone, if I'm Whatever I am, if I'm watching the people that have come before me, because I'm a fan of it first, yeah. right? Before I know that it's a thing, I, I must have seen someone else do it somewhere. And then so you started watching them, viewing them, and you're like, oh, wow, I like the way they do this shit. Uh, like, how are you not watching them and learning from them doing the thing and like implementing that into new creative ways of how you should do it mm-hmm. and you're making it your own? Like, how are you not? doing that that's so weird to me like i, I don't i don't get yeah, like, what I are you doing it's a sense of like how are you interacting with the art yeah well that's i mean that's when you're being kind of like disingenuous to the art yeah right like yeah. you're not giving it the respect it deserves mm. it's like you know if you were to go tell i don't know a rapper or something like go read a book right <laughs> no 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 but like read a book to gain knowledge right to learn new vocabulary because it's only going to help you. Or to just open up rap. like some yeah. weird way of thinking about yeah. something and you could put some raps together you couldn't before because yeah. you have a new place of reference to pull exactly. from. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But it's like, no, like, why the fuck would I do that? That's crazy. You, I've seen that though. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And oh, it's like, oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. That's a, that's like the, the opposite of an artist because, like, because an artist, like any real artist knows that you're constantly absorbing from what's around you. Yeah. Like that's what you're trying to do. Um, yeah. And that's crazy to me. Like, nah, nah I ain't trying to take in none of that shit. Like, I ain't trying. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you're just going to be in here in this small like, little echo chamber, just like your own self. Yeah. And, ju- and just I'm, produce. Just listen to yourself. That. And like, we're just going to copy paste. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, that's really weird. That's a really weird way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, the way I've I've uh I've heard it explained from this book I, I've talked about on here by Austin Cleon, Steal Like an Artist, is think about like a bunch of your influences uh from different respects and different disciplines in the world, and then just like interchange them randomly and think about what three or four of them would make. Mm-hmm. Right? Like what their artist baby would look like. Um, and then try to do something like that. You know, but it just gets you in the mindset of thinking about how to pull from different things and make something your own. Uh, but you, you definitely absolutely need to be observing things. Got to be a sponge, man. Like, 
I think it's as simple as that sometimes. Like you got like for me, for example, like when I go through um I go through phases where I'm like, all right, I'm trying I'm just trying to learn something new, right? And I'm like clicking through random podcasts and turning on random YouTube docuseries and just like it's like stuff that like the other day like oil rigs were just like so fascinating to me <laughs> right it's like the most random thing okay right but like it's it's stuff like that where i kind of you just have to turn it on sometimes and just like allow your mind to kind of be sparked right in a way and see like where the, where the, where that rabbit hole takes you oh yeah you're trying to yeah you know, see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you like, just, you just got to start the engine. Yeah. And just go from there. Yeah. Just let it. Yeah. That for a lot of people, um, I guess the getting started is the, is that's the, hard, the issue. Is the hard yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. You can get into it afterwards. But like the getting started to just opening your mind to the idea that this could be something good. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's a bad, it's a, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Oh man, that's terrible. You know what I mean? That there's just swaths of people that just that can't open their mind. Like, there's no way that this is gonna be good. There's no yeah. fucking way. I can't. I can't be bothered with it. Or, or like, what they read online is is truth, and that's as much opening their mind as oh, that'll happen. Is this gonna get? Oh no, people. People saying uh. The open-minded thing, by the way, is a very interesting term because people often use it to just describe people that think like them. Yeah. Usually when people say open-minded, they're thinking like, oh, they, I had a conversation with them and they were accepting of what I had to say. So then people are like, they're so open-minded because if, if they didn't agree with you, but they had a bunch of other ideas and a bunch of other thoughts, people don't usually say open-minded. They're just like, no, they're closed-minded. Like, I was talking about this one thing and like they didn't get it or they didn't. It's like, or, okay. Or are you just saying they're open-minded and they didn't see that it was worth giving you their input? So, so you like in communications, there's this thing. It's, it's very fascinating. If you get people talking and you show that you like them and that you're interested in them, they are, they are just primed to like you. They're just, they're primed to like you. If you show like a genuine interest in who they are and what they're about, they will start opening up and speaking about themselves because people do like to speak about themselves. They just like to know that the other person is going to be listening and with a genuine interest. Yeah, exactly. And so once they get rolling, like they're getting good feelings, like dopamine, right? Rushes talking to you. And so when they leave that situation, they leave thinking, that was a great conversation. Yeah. Like this person is so, they're so funny. They're so open-minded. They're so easygoing. They're so what they just throw a ton of fantastic adjectives <laughs> onto you simply because you were there for that energy. Yeah. Um, it, a lot of times it's really just that it's, it's very, very simple. Yeah. People can be very, very simple in that way. Yeah. Now I've, I've actually learned that, um, over the past few years is like people generally like talking about themselves. Yeah, and do. if and it's maybe it's just a matter of you asking an open-ended question. It is. People hate the question or command. Hey, tell me about yourself. Yeah, like, be, like hold on. What do we? Yeah, 
where do I start? Yeah. Like, am I, am I supposed to start with like a story? Like, you want just like random facts? What it? What? What do you? What's really worth saying? Yeah. I don't want to put some shit out there and then like you're looking at me like I'm stupid. So like, what are you saying to me? Yeah. So you're right. It is about the way that it's presented. Yeah. Asking someone, yeah, tell me about yourself. Like yeah. that old ass interview question. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Tell me about yourself. Nigga, I'm hardworking. I'm fucking. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And I gotta tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. All right, man. I appreciate. Uh, I yeah, this was this was great. This was a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah we were. I, I was just thinking on as, just like the past couple of minutes, I was like, damn, like we really covered so many things. Just yeah, now. for sure. I don't know how Mikey's gonna title this. It's, it's or like break it down into detail. Yeah, like the uh, the timestamps. He does yeah. a really good job of yeah. doing that. I, listen. That's not where my head is at doing this thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to make it easy <laughs> on him. <laughs> He just figures out a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't, you can't be worried about that shit. You can't be trying to run a, I mean, maybe someone can, <laughs> I can't be trying to like do a podcast where this is the format. Cause I'm just hanging out with people. Yeah. I can't be trying to, I can't do anything else, but hang out with the person. Yeah. I can, there's nothing else that can occupy my mind. I can't be thinking about like, is this structure tidy enough for Mikey to be able to timestamp and understand and like yeah. oh, the fuck yeah, no, 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 no 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 if that's the case if it's that hard then fuck the timestamps we don't need then we just gonna delete the timestamps yeah just let it go yeah and just yeah. you just gotta listen to it yeah yeah nah yeah, no. this was good this was fun this was fun in the new uh the new spot so. yeah man I like the art I I, I keep saying it over and over and over but uh, there's definitely a much different feeling being in here doing the pie. Yeah. It's, it's, you leveled up. It's definitely. Nah, you leveled feeling. up. Uh, and just honestly, just being here in this new house with, again, all this sunlight, which yeah. is beautiful. It's just been a lot of good energy in here. Yeah. And the people are coming by just having a great time. And it's it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Getting out of Manassas would do a lot to you, huh? Man. <laughs> but, I, but I'll tell you what, on this, because I think I've said it before. The water out here, I don't like the water. Mm. The water in Manassas, you can drink it like when you go out to restaurants, yeah. whatever their filtered water is, like it's just fine. But here there's a funk to the water. Interesting. So you like have to like I, I get I have a really good filter. I try to filter out as much of whatever the it's fuck that Maryland water is in the <laughs> <laughs> Are we close enough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Maryland water trickling down. <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy. Oh, man. That's, that's wild. Just shit on Maryland. Like, they're like, there's no way they got good There's water. nothing good about Maryland. Yo. All right, I'm out. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. All right. <laughs> Peace.